Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> Great again. You stole my property. Look at the kind of shit he's wearing. Put out the fire and don't look past my shoulder. Really look at the kind of shit he's wearing. You know what this represents? This represents genocide. I understand. Genocide of a bunch of people. You do not get to take other people's property. Man, fuck your laws, alright? Get out, honestly. What you don't do you like mean, the get out? I was get born out. here. Your freedom of speech is literally killing a lot of people. Wearing hats like these that promote laws that literally kill and murder in the masses. You are fake news. Very fake news. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. Terrific show. Tremendous show, frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do, I am told. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I am flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Rebecca Bond. Welcome. Hello. And uh, we're going guest-free tonight, but don't worry, because I've got some exciting guest-related news coming in a moment. Very excited about this. Um, but there's plenty to talk about tonight. I will say in case you're here for, uh, talk of Trump's tax plan or Hugh Hefner's death or Tom (laughs) Price's resignation, uh, I'm sorry to disappoint. I wanted to show more entertaining than drying paint. So I scratched those tonight. Uh, I did get a few requests for Catalonia, but I'm going to confess, I learned what Catalonia is today. So I assure you, you don't want my opinions on the Just nuances. read Tim Pool's Twitter. Yes, go follow Tim Pool. Uh, I'm not going to pretend to have uh, a nuanced opinion of Spanish politics. Generally, um, not a fan of like violence in response to speech, which appears to be maybe what's <laughs> going on. Like they they did this non-binding vote, and there's violent response. Generally, not a fan of that. But you know, whatever. We'll, we'll let the Spanish beauty in the beta break that down for you. Uh, but you heard it there in the intro. What I do want to talk about tonight and what I do want to play is this ridiculous MAGA hat stealing incident at UC Riverside. Oh it was torturous <laughs> to watch nine minutes of this crap. It's uh, it's weird to simultaneously laugh and um, have rage swell up inside of you. It, it's a weird emotional experience that nine minutes. It is. it is. Yeah. I've cut it down to five. You know, it's always a challenge to edit these things. Think, well, we only want to watch the most important stuff, but there's just stuff I can't cut out of it. We'll go through it. Uh, I think it's an instant classic. I think it's probably the most memeable <laughs> SJW we've seen in some time. So happy to take a look at it. Um, then, hey, remember the uh, story of Seahawks defensive end, your guy, your favorite football player, your neck of the woods, Michael Bennett. He uh, accused the Las Vegas Police Department of racially profiling him at a casino. Oh, was it? Was it a hoax? Well, I don't. His arrest wasn't a hoax. 
that that wasn't a hoax but the claim of racial profiling um so there's certainly no evidence for that and there's indeed diminishing evidence of that now because more police body cam footage has come out um so in case you had any doubts bennett is looking more and more like a liar i'm more and more comfortable oh. saying that we'll take a look uh and uh you know i, I don't want to say that i was right in that debate if you want to call it that a few weeks ago but um I think I, I think my position aged well. Let's put it that way. The position <laughs> I took aged well. Um, there are a couple clips out of Berkeley, Berkeley Antifa clips that I've wanted to talk about or play, but just haven't had time to look at. I want to give them the play that they deserve. From a few weeks back, the, at the end of August, I, there's this clip of this Antifa on Antifa conflict over whiteness. So... <laughs> So it's, you know, one guy not uh, not living up to all of his white privilege and not punching enough Nazis and <laughs> facing the repercussions from his peers about that. And then there's this great clip from last weekend of Sargon and Yvette Falarka and others in the same clip debating the body counts of communism and capitalism. Instant classic. Love that clip. So we'll go through that. Um, for a little bit, we've been worried about ever, ever since the word of this, this dinner between Trump and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, where apparently they said he conceded basically everything on immigration. Well, there's a new report out now that might talk you back off the immigration ledge a bit. At least it sounds like there are some fairly serious demands that the white house has for Congress in terms of any deal that would grant protection for dreamers. Now, the problem is it doesn't appear that the wall is part of those demands. So, you know, it's right. or that it was mentioned at all in, in any of these conversations. Yeah. So maybe a little bit to um, to make you more hope, hopeful, I guess. But uh, I don't know. It's still surprising to see that even if we take this as true, it's not as hawkish on immigration as you might have thought this president might be. Mm -hmm. Um, then there's this crazy clip of this Muslim professor getting kicked off a plane because she was trying to get some service dogs kicked off the plane all of it captured on video i know you've got the details on that oh my God, yeah. I and do. then yeah I, that 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 clip is just insane she's not um so much it, rage this week god <laughs> she's not quite dr dow not a performance on dr dow's <laughs> level he set the bar Pretty for, close though yeah he set the bar for getting kicked off planes but this is still and his case one. was so much more sympathetic than hers um we'll yes yeah that. yeah i think that's fair uh, I, I do think that's fair, even though I think he acted way out of line, but he yeah, was yeah. he had a more plausible justification for doing so. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, um, terror attacks of the week, which is now plural. It's now terror attacks of the week, apparently, and hoax hate of the week. I can't believe we live in a world where these are sustainable weekly segments, but I know they we are. Do. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Somehow they are. And of course, we will take your super chat comments and questions in between topics. Five bucks and up right on the Sunday show because we are no good low down <laughs> money grabbers. We regret the policy, but we got to keep the Sunday show moving along. It will be yes. all. Well, what? You're, you're, you're interrupting my line. <laughs> no, did you have something you needed to say? No, no. I think my hmm. we're using Google Hangouts because I'm having some internet issues, and I think it's causing a delay. Yeah. Well, I speaking of internet, on my end, I didn't interrupt you. So. Oh well, my end's the only end that counts around the production end <laughs> here. So that's true. Stop interrupting me. <laughs> It will be all this and more on your favorite hour of listening material. Thank you for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for reviewing the show on iTunes. 
Thank you for keeping us float, helping us upgrade stuff on Patreon. And thank you for emailing us. That is beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. There's more of the show on the audio platforms, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere you find your podcast. You can find us all linked in the description. Extra stuff on those audio platforms, interviews we've done on other people's shows, the weekly call-in show, all the stuff you don't find on YouTube, you'll find there. Got a couple announcements, exciting announcements. I teased one a moment ago. Uh, announcement one, Tuesday, I've joked earlier about how this fiber optic internet company I'm trying to work with has been called Anytime Internet Company because they just <laughs> show up at my house and start doing work without telling me that they're coming, but that's fine because I want their services. They actually made an appointment with me for Tuesday to get the fiber optic internet completed, uh, allegedly. That's the plan. So we're going to have some We'll super see high, about that. Yeah. Super high quality internet come into my place on Tuesday, which should hopefully improve the uh, broadcasting capability of this show. And uh, I hope so, because if they screw up my internet on Tuesday, I'm in big trouble because Tuesday night, I'm announcing it here. I t actually announced it in the comments of my last video, but I'm announcing it here. Tuesday night, Brett Weinstein on this channel. Brett Weinstein and I, for an hour interview, talking about his Evergreen State College uh, settlement and his resignation from the school. So I'm Ooh, definitely so exciting. Yeah, I, I'm very excited to talk to him. Uh, I'm going to be sitting down Monday, Tuesday to put together my questions. If you've got burning questions for Brett Weinstein, go ahead and email me MatthewLChristensen at gmail.com or tweet me and I'll take a look at what you got. So those are the exciting things. Couple of pieces of, well, one piece of very good art and one, <laughs> uh, you could call it performance art. It's kind of art. I don't know. <laughs> it's performance <laughs> art, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, um, Here's some amazing art that we got from our friend Facepalm Reality of you and I, Rick and Mortified, maybe? How about that? Uh, called Beck and Maddie. I really like this. I think this is great. I'm not a Rick and... I don't... I've not watched the show, so... Ah, oh, God, you suck. I'm sorry. I got through Game of Thrones. That can be next. I would have rather you watch Rick and Morty. Well, yeah. It's way better. I've heard this new season sucks, though. Is that true? Oh, no. It's just more philosophical. I like it. Okay. Um, oh, man. I love this fan art so much. First of all, I love that I'm Rick. That cracks <laughs> me up. Of the two, of Rick and Morty, I love that I'm Rick. And then there's like there's some good touches. Like You can see um, Facepalm Reality's uh, watermark on the back of one of these alien heads. Oh, um, I thought that was like a... F oh, yeah. Oh, I see. The one on the left. Uh, on, the, yeah, the, the one on the one left. To then... the right of that has like a feminist tattoo yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And then all this crazy pink hair and stuff. That's all him and the flags. And Morty is wearing your hat and the flannel shirt. And yeah, I it looks I'm well, in an SS uniform. Yeah. Time. Yeah. I just, it's, yeah, a lot of good detail here. And I love the expression on my yeah. face, too. Uh, so well done. Thank you. And yeah, then, no, well done. and then I got this uh, just horrible incident this this hate incident that happened to a listener of ours this from emailer awesome person he says or she says i don't know i was horrified the other morning when i went out to my car and found a half-eaten banana next to my driver's side door there were no other cars parked on that side and it was inside the yellow line so it must have been intended for me i was terrified that a hate crime of this magnitude would happen in my small town i thought do i call the police do i report it to the southern poverty law center what if no one believes me and then i looked at the reflection in the car window and i remembered i am not black it is not a hate crime at all just a 
just a litter bug <laughs> crisis averted. Thank you for that. And I, I'm glad that you were able to um, get that situation resolved. I would be terrified in such a circumstance. Uh, I hope, I hope that the, the students at temple, I believe it was where they had the banana incident that we discussed last week. I hope they are able to recover as well as uh, awesome person email or awesome person was. Okay. Good work this week, you guys. I like it. Keep yeah, sending us stuff like this. <laughs> well, I, I I appreciated the description of I knew it was intended for me because it was inside the yellow line. It's a lot. Of, that's uh, that toes pose. If there's a line for Poe's law, you know that toes it. It's very hard to tell because I could conceive a person saying something that silly. I could conceive this being an actual hate incident, um, as evidenced by the clip we'll take a look at later in the hoax hate of the week, which is every bit as ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, you want to hop into the the hat thieving, the Grand Theft MAGA hat? I guess hat? so, but now I got to watch five minutes of this shit again. Okay. Just, you, I, I was so mad the first time. Do we need a super chat break before we do it, or should we hop right in? Let's hop right in. Good? All right. Uh, okay. So, well, actually, let's set the context here before I start. Um, let's see here. Oh, okay. So there's there was some sort of conference. This all happened at UC Riverside. And there's I tried to figure out exactly what this conference was, but I wasn't able to do it anyway. There's a conference on campus. Uh, I'm not exactly clear what groups were present or what this conference was, but it looks like there were people gathering afterward. The student Edith Macias, Macias steals the hat off of student Matthew Vital, Vitales right off his head. Um, and takes it to the student life department on campus at UC Riverside. Mm. And so to get an idea of what that thievery actually looks like, this is apparently footage of what the initial theft looked like. All right. Thank you all so very much. Have a seat. And we're going to get ready for it. There's MAGA hat guy. There's the swipe. <laughs> and then she bolts out the door. <laughs> And then the guy chase after her, pleading with her. And that's how this viral confrontation starts this week. So she's on the way to the student life department as if she's going to report a hate crime or something like that. As if she's going to report an offense that has been committed. And what we get is just legendary. My property. Stop me anytime, of course, because this, like I said, I got five minutes of stuff here. Make America great again, hat. Look at the kind of shit he's wearing. What, you're going to turn it into student life? What the hell is your problem? So this guy thought it would be a good idea to go into a conference with my freedom of speech. With my freedom of speech, she took my hat. Really? Look at the kind of shit he's wearing. You know what this represents? This represents genocide. I understand. Genocide of a bunch of people. This is mine. You do not get to. I want to go through my favorite quotes of hers in this at the end, but I think that, that might is, be it. It ranks. Not, and not she just like marches into student life like they're going to yeah. do something about this. The guy looks at her like, what the fuck am I supposed to do about this? <laughs> this genocide of a bunch of people, which is way worse than genocide of like <laughs> just a few. A bunch. A lot. Okay. Take other people's property that is legally theirs in this country. Man, fuck your laws. All right? Off most of my head. of the groups in this campus... It does not matter. I have a freedom of speech to wear this hat. Your fucking freedom of speech is genocide, homeboy. It doesn't matter. Why is that what you're trying my to represent? My freedom of speech allows me... She have something to say, homeboy? Well, I mean, I don't... <laughs> First of all, I know she hasn't said it yet, but she was born in this country. 
why does she have an accent? Why? Born in this country. You're looking at me for answers? I don't. Let's just let's just plow right through this. Just for all that. <laughs> to wear that hat as much as I, I want, God, I you do I not get to steal year. my property. I, God, I paid for that. Year. I bought it. Oh, it is mine. Look, I don't want to make a big thing out of this, I but that is mine because it's so fucking that important. That is mine. That y'all are allowing people to wear this on a campus that has the majority people of color in this campus, and you let people. Now, just notice really? what she's saying too. That you guys are allowing him to wear this. Allowing him to wear. Is it true that Riverside? is a majority people of color i was gonna look that up i would i actually be, believe that <laughs> i i don't really i don't, I don't know do you riverside. want to look that up while this plays yeah you could just yeah you could just google uc riverside demographics and it'll probably pop up where walk around and wear this shit let's let's calm down make america great again it was never fucking great never they get out honestly if you what do you mean country, get out i was born out. here if you don't like it so what much, you mean out. get out where the fuck am i gonna go Go to Mexico. Go wherever here. the hell you want. Give me How back my hat. How the fuck do you hat. know that I'm brown? Uh, right there. That the brown skin. That's <laughs> that's a pretty good indicator. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> you don't know shit don't about care. me. I don't care. What do you mean Mexico? Give me my hat. That's all I want is my hat back. Just so we can recording me like I'm the criminal here. Because, because you stole my property. That is literally a crime. You're literally the criminal here. stole this land. That is literally. We will need to return his property to him, but then we can talk about. Well, how about we talk about not letting people wear this shit on how campus? How about we talk about supporting freedom of speech? Something that people fought and died when for. When everybody, when people could have tried to fucking protest and use their freedom of speech, what happens? People let them. Are no, you kidding that's me? that's not fucking true. So I was the, the one who was... Not only, do people <laughs> not only do people let protests happen, they actually let riots happen. I mean, think, yeah. think back to cases like Baltimore where there's quotes like, they should be given space to destroy, essentially. Oh, God. Oh, so you know, I just, just found these stats. Oh, yeah. 41% uh, Hispanic as of that's, fall That's very high, though. 34% Asian, 12% oh, white. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, so it is. Like, it's yeah, overwhelmingly. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, there. The more you know, learn something every day. Did not know that. Although, I always get confused about the demographic classification of Hispanic people because a lot of the times they're demographically classified as white, like in the census, even though they're giving like a subcategory. So, yeah. I, I would know. say I mean, in this instance, especially because it's Riverside, I would trust that by Hispanic, they mean like 90% Mexican. Huh. Well, it doesn't really matter to me, but uh, I just, I, well, whatever. Fact check true for her. Claim verified. We'll give her, we can give her that. We can give her the benefit of the doubt on that one, I think. <laughs> just that enough one thing, though. Not enough nonsense in here that I can, I can let that one slide. Y'all be making these memes and posting about how we just, like, want to make a riot and we just want to be loud and obnoxious when we're really trying to fight genocide from happening. The reason why... This is pissing me off because he wore it in a group where literally most of the organizations in the school are led by people of color. And including including mine. My president is a Filipino. Oh, no way. And does that make you not racist? My, because last time I checked, I myself, I myself am half Nicaraguan. Oh, my God. I don't God, care. You're fucking white, boy. You're white. 
Are you assuming that? Are no, you assuming my you race? Are, are you assuming are my race? So just notice how quick that goes from how do you know what my race is to her assigning race to this guy? Right, right. Which he did to her, but you know she's totally happy. Well, but he didn't though. She said, "Where should I go?" And he's like, "I don't." He he said that she could go to Mexico, which I guess you could take a racial implication in that. But he could have there easily is said, "Definitely a racial implication." Okay. In that. I'm not even saying that he's wrong or it's not something I would say. I mean, she probably is Mexican, but you know. They did the same thing to each other. She just did it unflinchingly and without the ability to recognize her own hypocrisy. Right. I mean, he could have easily said, go to Canada. There's no, I don't know that there's much of a distinction there. I, I think that yeah. her assignment of race to him. I think he said him, Mexico because she appears to be Mexican. I mean, that's fine. But I still think her assignment of race is more direct than his. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And, and, and even if I grant that, even if I say, okay, he assigned her to Mexico because of race then she's doing exactly what he did. Like, it's still right. well, entirely Right. Well, yeah, technically she assigned race and he did not, technically. But yeah, you well, get my drift. All right. Yeah, massive hypocrisy either way. All I want is my property. Because y'all are just going to, like, mediate this and make it so, like, oh, we're all okay here, freedom of speech, whatever. How about we actually think about what's going on in the this country? The country that you apparently actually, love so much. How, no, I really don't, though. Speech. I fucking hate this country. That's why I say leave. I hate it, and I'm not That's even, why I say leave. I'm staying here because there's shit that needs to be fixed here, so that's why I'm staying. Okay. Then all you right? don't, But you don't fix it by because breaking the law. we need to get rid of all y'all. We need to so, get rid Okay, we need to get rid of all y'all. That is so f the fucking entitlement of somebody to come into this country, take their resources and then tell them they want to kill them. Like it, it's it's mind blowing yeah. to me. I was trying to figure out, does she mean white people? Does she mean Trump supporters? Either you way, know damn well what she means, white people. If uh, so. And then I, I think about these things. Imagine it in the reverse. Imagine MAGA hat guy saying that to her. Imagine uh, yeah, the this outrage. Would be ten times more viral. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, then UC Riverside would be accused of being racist, a racist school and yada, yada, yada. Which, by the way, she's going to accuse UC Riverside of being a racist school. Oh, You'll sure. notice <laughs> that this is ongoing and there's very little intervention on, a, on the part of the school staff. Now, shortly here, they do kind of get involved, but it is in the most non-aggressive, yeah, accommodating some, way. Yeah, because it's some minority beta male and then some fat other minority. They're like, what are we even supposed to? to do here what do you want us to do like she acts like student what is this student union or something like that it's student uh, life the, the student life office yeah she acts like they have the jurisdiction to be able to tell people like oh th this is your personal property you're not allowed to wear this like yeah what, that's her plan here well i guess that's probably true like it's not their purpose to be at this point now, granted, I don't think this is a major crime incident, but at this point, we have someone taking the property of another person. It's probably not student life's role to correct that. That's a campus security issue. That's a campus police issue. So mm -hmm. I do kind of sympathize with them. Like, it's not the appropriate office. Like, get out of here. Maybe that's what they should have said. But that doesn't right, help right. the guy get his hat yeah. back. Yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway. Back you do not get to take people's property in this country. You don't get to take people's property in any country. What the hell are you thinking? Look at that you don't smug... get to take people's lives away either. I'm not taking but anybody's no, lives. You're, no, actually, you are by wearing the hat. Are you kidding me? What? <laughs> Fuck it. I don't care. No, this, this no actually, you are by wearing the hat. Are you kidding me? Fuck your fucking freedom of speech, boy. Fuck it. I don't care. Fuck it. Fuck your freedom of speech, boy. <laughs> boy? Fuck it. <laughs> kind of want to save that sound bite. <laughs> it's too soft though. But just the look of like just 
Look at this Bring expression. Let's see if I can, you see if we can pause it. Like, freedom of speech, boy. Fuck. Uh, it's hard to capture, but it's like this super dismissive look on her face. Oh, yeah. And now she, she had starts... this smirk on her face earlier that was just. And oh. she starts to get bothered even more. She actually threatens him. Like, she obviously already said, we need to take all of you out. We need to get rid of all of you. But then she threatens him more personally. I don't care what you have to say. Fuck it, because your freedom of speech is literally killing a lot of people out there. That's what it is. Because you're out there wearing hats Who? like these. Mm -hmm. That promote yeah, as Sargon will ask in a little bit. Who? Where is that happening? Where are these bodies? Yeah. And she also said earlier. She's being so vague. Actually, I should just. Oh, there's only like 30 seconds of it. I have so many things to say about this. I should just let it play out, and then we'll. I'll say what I have to say. Laws and legislations that literally kill and murder mm -hmm. in the masses. Really, people that, that of quote color. is key. Freedom of speech is literally killing a lot of laws people. Laws and there. legislation. That's what it is because you're out there wearing hats like these. Mm -hmm that promote laws and mm -hmm. legislations that literally kill and murder mm -hmm. in the masses really? people of color. Yeah, and fuck you for talking to me really? like that, boy. We're so lucky we're in a university. We are lucky. Yeah, we are. We because are if we were out of here, sort of I just... Oh my God, you're gonna keep letting him work. <laughs> I think going to kick his ass. UCRS and the education system. I just That's want my property. It is. It's here literally all I want. White oh my people. God white people not me because you know what out there in this in the premises of the university i deal with microaggressions on the daily as do other people of color and you have oh heartbreaking i think she probably invites a few microaggressions like to behave the way she does and get microaggressions in response call that a victory i'd call that accommodating so the fact that she's not outright getting her ass kicked is sort of astonishing to me these yeah. people have the patience of saints yeah y'all don't say shit about it because How I have a right that? to. Make America great again, really lynchings, mass genocide, mass deportation, constant killings. And y'all are just gonna shut the fuck up? Y'all got me fucked up, man. You don't, you don't nah, I don't wanna talk to none of y'all. Okay, I, oh uh, I had an idea previously. I've talked about not only do we need to build the wall, but we need to have a catapult and each year we elect <laughs> a person to be catapulted over. Previously, I wanted Lena Dunham, but she just jumped to the front of the list. I want her catapulted. And I want it to happen no. democratically, of course. As we've learned from Bernie Sanders, everything's fine if it's democratic. Democratic socialism, democratic catapulting over the wall. That makes it morally acceptable. And she's, she gets my vote, and I will campaign on her behalf. You I don't know. I, I have a better idea. So we know that she's legal, as far as I can tell. But I know that some of her family's not. So now they all need to be deported. Like, as a response to this video, we should deport every single person in her family. Punitive like, okay, deportation cool. just because yeah, of the video. Yeah, punitive deportation. Well, I, I mean, love I guess it. it's always punitive, but you know what I mean? Like, punitive for, like, a, for, like, an uninvolved family act. I don't know. That, that might be a little cruel for me. Maybe they're embarrassed. Oh, Maybe the on. family's embarrassed by the clip. I would be. Yeah, this, this horrible she-beast came out of nowhere. I'm sure her parents had nothing to do with how she got like this. I have an itemized list of her, all the, <laughs> like my favorite delusions that she holds and her best quotes. You want to go through them? Yeah, let's do um, it. Okay. All of her delusions, hats or speech equal genocide. Like we, we talk about the importance of maintaining the distinction between words and violence. Like she thinks a yeah. hat and genocide, not just violence, but genocide. Okay. Of a bunch of people, not just like. You you said something that got a guy killed. No, no. <laughs> you have created genocide. 
I don't know. Well, when do you so, ever genocide one person anyway? I think that that's. I don't. Doesn't that contradict the definition? Yeah. Doesn't. Gen <laughs> uh, Whatever. And okay. doesn't she say that the hat kills people or something like really direct? And that it. That like it. Okay. That. So that br that brings me to my next uh, delusion. She thinks that the hat, she said it's supporting laws and legislation that kill people in the masses. So she thinks there are laws going through Congress or that the president has proposed laws that let's what? let's try to give her the benefit of the doubt and say indirectly are killing um, people of color in the masses, as she said. I need a citation on that one. And I then she talks about lynchings. Pray tell. When was the last time that happened? Yeah, I looked it up, actually, because it's um, well, I've Mexicans seen some conflict. Also. I've <laughs> I've seen some conflicting information, but it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, lynchings are not very common. And, and when they say about, when she talks about mass genocide on the part of Americans, I guess you're referring to Indians. I mean, I, I, I'm, I guess I'm comfortable oh, calling that a genocide, but, but um, it's so long ago. Like, is it really relevant to today's history? No, and I wouldn't call that a genocide either. I, I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt here to like try to follow her reasoning, but that's probably a mistake. Why? Uh, third delusion, racial minorities don't get to protest in this country. She says never Except happens. Not allowed. all of 2016 and most of this year too. <laughs> Except for every damn day. And, and again, yeah. not only are these race related protests allowed to continue, often they're allowed to destroy. They're yeah. allowed to damage property. They're allowed to get people. You want to talk about protests, getting people killed. How about a black lives matter protest where cops get shot in Dallas? Talk about protests getting people killed or speech getting people killed. Have you ever been to Riverside? No. It's a like a bankrupt shithole. It's near Los Angeles. But Los Angeles has a problem too. I just want to point out that like she thinks this is an appropriate situation to pool grievances with black people, but the Latina community and the Latino community and the black community in this region of the country fucking hate each other. So, you know, she's just pooling grievances. To, so that she can exploit them. I don't think she actually cares about the black community. Hmm. Like, why? Why are does she act like? Are she's you part suggesting of that she might be racist? Uh, she's for sure racist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, she doesn't like white people. I do know that. Um, <laughs> that she says. Um, oh well, this is so she equates and justifies the stealing of property now with the with stealing in the past. Like your ancestors stole this land. Well. I can grant really. that and it's still I can grant that even though I don't, but I can grant that and it still doesn't justify your thieving of property now, but she thinks it does. Uh, oh, it's just an excuse for people to be degenerate thieves and stuff like, oh, well, your ancestors. Shut up. You just want to be a criminal. Microaggressions on campus. I, I highly <laughs> doubt that that's a problem. Um, oh, it, it, we, we, we didn't talk about it at the end, but she accuses the student life department and the college campus of being racist, that they only serve white people when in fact they couldn't have been more accommodating with her nonsense. And they literally dominantly serve people of color. Yeah, right. So you can't have both. That's a good point. You can't say, well, look, this school is majority people of color, but also it's really racist. Well, what community are they serving? What communities are they serving? <laughs> you can't say that there's comparatively less white people here, but they're also very, very pro-white, exclusively pro-white in yeah. whose interests they promote. Uh, Did and then of course, he was half Nicaraguan? that's what he says. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a people of color pass, right? Not for she her. Was not gonna, she was not going to let that one go. He looks white. One clip I had to cut out. She says you pass for white. So you get the privilege. <laughs> 
And then she threatens to kick his ass. It's pure delusion to think that she could. But to be fair, what she says is, we're lucky that we're on a college campus because if we weren't, I swear to God, like she's going to kick his ass. Okay. Right. Delusional. We need a little yes. moldy locks moment for this bitch where she realizes that she's a chick and she has no upper body strength. Some of uh, her best quotes, genocide of a bunch of people we talked about. Um, the man, fuck your laws. All right. Somebody <laughs> responded to me on Twitter and said, yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? That's the problem is this attitude of fuck your laws. No, not don't stop. Adjust that. That's not a good outlook. It's creating a lot of problems. Um, let's see what else. Uh, we talked about her goal presumably is them not allowing these things to be worn. She says several times, how are you going to let people wear this on campus? There was one part, maybe I cut it out or maybe we were talking over it. She says, look, he's filming me. Like I'm the criminal. It's like, he, yeah, you didn't cut it out. It was in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, you're you literally are. the criminal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and by implication, I guess she means that he's the criminal for wearing the hat. Um, and then we talked about, yeah, we got a lot of y'all to get rid of. Uh, okay. So those are my favorite quotes. Um, a few other considerations, uh, whoever filmed the theft, the, the actual theft of the hat is one of her friends. You'll notice that they like zoomed they're in laughing. on them and they're laughing. So somehow that got leaked to somebody who leaked it out because whoever's doing that filming again, it, it's amazing to me that people think film these things thinking it makes them look good. Like Edith, the hat th thief was in on it with this camera person. So they filmed it thinking it would make them look good. That's the source of that clip. Um, oh, and then she also has, this is unrelated, but Ann Coulter was tweeting this out. It's just something, something that's kind of funny and ironic. Oh, did I forget to, yeah, I forgot to load it to share on the screen, but um, she has a GoFundMe up yeah. uh, because yeah. she got evicted. Apparently she says she got evicted from her apartment last month and needed to find a new one. This was up before this whole event. And because now it's of up... racism, not her own financial irresponsibility, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, now it's up over $1,100 with a whole bunch of ironic MAGA donations. People saying like MAGA and, you know, just saying things like love, not hate, those sorts of things. It's, it's good to go to the page and read the comments of the people giving to her. Uh, a whole bunch of racists, you know, giving her money. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> And there's also a picture of her where she looks much thinner and much more feminine. Oh, is it was because she had her hair and then she got fat and cut all of her hair off and became a big, dikey, angry <laughs> feminist? Oh, God. It's, uh, I hate this woman so much. It, it is amazing what an attitude can do to a person's appearance. And um, yeah. it's just something to think about. You know, There was clearly a time where she didn't... Um, I don't know. I hate to go down this route because it's probably inappropriate of me to go into the physical appearance stuff, but I'm just saying, Come on. I think there's a, there's a correlation between her appearance and her attitude probably yeah. over time. <laughs> there definitely is. And it should be pointed out that in that GoFundMe, she's asking for $200 for her rent. Like yeah. I have never been so hard up in my life that I have to beg for money for people that I actively yell at and tell that they're racist. Yeah. Like, $200 like oh my god she must be yeah. like really on hard times well it's just like the NFL you know imagine how much money people would give if they weren't so racist imagine how much money <laughs> her GoFundMe would now be taking in I only had two other questions um, if this is this was so ridiculous on my first watch that I honestly thought it might have been staged but after I look into and get more and more details yeah. it seems to check out like it seems we did get a super chat that says that like this shit's staged and that also occurred to me too because I'm like 
man, like this is just too, it, it was kind of on the nose, right? Yeah, but so the thing is, it goes on for nine minutes. So that would mean either the, the student, the student life people were in on it, or they weren't. And these these people were able to remain in character to that expert level for the full nine minutes. That's pretty yeah. impressive. It's a damn good acting job. If it's authentic. Again, after seeing all the facts come in, I buy it as authentic. Uh, but you know, if something comes out to prove that it's false, shame on them. I will and say this the video that we saw three separate parts from three separate sources too. Yeah, that's true. Like we've seen, so we, we, we know that the source of this video is not the same as the source of the actual hat theft and the actual hat theft is someone who's in on it with Edith. I mean, it's possible. It's possible that it was staged, but assuming that it's authentic, is there any social justice warrior meme that is worse? Like the only way that she could have been worse here to me is if she was violent, but she almost was like, she still committed she threatening. She was threatening and she still committed what is like a, I don't know what the criminal definition of this would of be, assaults. but you can't, you can't take someone's stuff right, away right. from them. So there's kind of this low level crime element of it too. I think that puts her, I think the ridiculousness, the ridiculousness of what she says and the threatening nature and her actions put her above the AIDS Skrillexes and the Trigglypuffs of the world. Yeah. Hard I to beat Trigglypuff though. Well, I think she's at the top and if she's going to rank up there, if she's going to at least be in the top five or so, what is her official nickname? I thought about this today. I don't have any good ones, but I'm definitely. Ooh, Ooh tell us live chat. I don't know. Yeah. If someone's got, it. if someone's got some good ones, I'll definitely, um, definitely take uh, recommendations or suggestions on what her nickname should be. But we spent enough time on this crazy lady. It's probably time to move on. I know. And we do have a shitload of super chats. Everybody's being super generous tonight. I guess we should go through those now. Is that okay with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the blonde rant said, not political, but Matt, what's your opinion on Trevathan's hit on Devontae Adams? He got oh. a two-game suspension. That is like gibberish to me. Uh, I'll be quick. So it, it, it happened on the Monday night, uh, or no, the Thursday night football game. Uh, so Packers receiver Devontae Adams gets stood up and looks like the play's all but over, and Bears linebacker um, Danny Trevathan comes in and just puts a vicious head-to-head, helmet-to-helmet shot on Adams that whips his neck back and gets him out of the game, and then Trevathan gets suspended for... I forget if the NFL suspended him for two or three games. But anyway, uh, based on the fact that Adams was pretty much stood up at the time, the hit looks kind of dirty to me. Generally, I'm pretty sympathetic with the the bang-bang plays and how fast the NFL moves. But I don't think, given the fact that Adams was stood up and the play was all but over, uh, that play was that hit was really justified. Anyway, I'm killing blonde, but you know Trevathan's out, and no, the Vikings no, no, no. play him on Monday. So we just had some really good nicknames come through. Um, okay, let's see. Oh, these some of these are just too racist to say. <laughs> oh Jesus let's Christ! Uh, where was the Mexican hunt? That's 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 not very good. Come on, I saw I saw a good one. We'll have to come back to this. Okay. Cholo puff. That, that was <laughs> Cholo puff. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Let's go to the keep it rolling. Um, then we have pie wacket $5 for the literally homicidal hats. Uh, hashtag idiocy knows no bounds. <laughs> Thanks for that. If, um, if someone has a link to the bodies that she's referencing, I'd love to see them. Is there a, is there a secret ditch in Riverside I know, I know. where there's a hat mafia that has just filled the ditches with bodies? Yeah, really. Uh, Spencer Vett said, you should try to get Chris Chappell from China Uncensored on the show. Great show. Check it out. Y'all, also, pineapple pizza is the bomb. We have laid that to rest. It's disgusting. You people are insane. <laughs> um, 
Miles McKinnis, which I can't imagine is actually Gavin McInnes's alter ego, says, I love the show, guys. Not trying to cook up any drama, Matt, but go Lions. Yeah, it was a tough game today, I, but I won't talk any more football. Thank you. I appreciate me. that. <laughs> no, I just I just zone out and read the super chat whenever you're yeah. talking about sports. It's cool. Uh, Daniel M. Met said, How do you just want to know that if any just wanted to know what, if any, lefty principles to which Matt still adheres, still loving you both. Well, thank you so much. That's a good question for you, Matt. Yeah, well, uh, generally, I mean, I guess it depends on what you can, if you consider it a lefty principle. I guess it'd be a libertarian principle. But generally speaking, I think is long, the, the, the key principle for my outlook on life, my political outlook, is as long as you're not harming anybody, you should be able to do what you want. And I thought that was a former pillar of the left. I thought that's what they believed in. But clearly, that is no longer the case. Now, I consider that to be a pillar of the former left and a foundational um, piece of, of how I formed my worldview and still hold my worldview. But I think it's debatable about whether that's a left principle anymore. I think that's a liberal principle. And, uh, but you know, ask Dave Rubin, the left is no longer liberal. At the end of the show, Matt's gonna be a full on national socialist anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, well we see enough of these clips and yeah. I mean, I'm already <laughs> calling for catapults, so. <laughs> You know, a lot of that's been beaten oh out of me. We'll keep going. But remember that the only person that's called for eugenics on this show is roaming away. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, okay. Maddington says, I do not like the liberal scam. I do not like it, Uncle Sam. Do not like it here or there. I do not like it anywhere. Here, 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 here. <laughs> uh, thank you for that. Scott Malabi, mega hat lady, almost caused me to go hermit and let the bombs end it all. I know. Some of these clips, I'm just like, are you? This is... It's, it's like a joke now. I mean, yeah. this woman actually exists. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Josh D. Marshall, you two can call off the police search. I made it to the live stream. We were looking out for you, Josh D. Mm. Marshall. Good. Uh, friend of the show, Stan, said, read my comment. Uh, you low down, no good money grabbers. Hate speech, <laughs> Rick and Morty overrated. Oh, boy. You know, I will say uh, that now that I know about the politics of the creators of Rick and Morty, it's kind of sucked some of the, the life out of the show for me. <laughs> And so, you know, I wish I didn't know that, but what can you do? Um, Big Red Doggy, friend of the show, said, in my opinion, a Muslim professor was trying to hide behind a fake allergy to get dogs removed from the flight when it's more plausible that dogs are unclean in Islam. Yeah, we're going to talk about that because I was real pissed. Yeah. Real pissed. Um, then we have a big donation from Brian Gaston, who's been very, very generous these last few weeks. The mega thing feels staged. Yeah. Mm. Uh, how do you guys feel about Mike Isaacson and his seemingly endless mission to make everyone hate him? I don't know. I, that's actually not a name that I'm familiar with. So I'd, if you have a link for me, I'd, I'd be happy to take a look. I'm sorry I can't comment on that. Yeah, sorry but, about that. Um, and, I, but, and I grant you that, that that had an element of being staged, too. If it is staged, if it is staged, it is a damn good lengthy performance from the parties involved. No, and, it can't be because the people at Student Life were like awkwardly standing. It was the exact oh, reaction you would expect from people. Yeah, and there was a statement too from the, I forgot, uh, I was going to read that. It's pretty brief. There was a statement from- oh, and didn't from, the police show up at the end? And there was a I, didn't, I didn't read anything about police, but the director of news and information, J.D. Warren at UCR told Campus Reform, um, the unfortunate incident that was recorded and shared on social media does not conform to UCR's principles of community federal privacy laws prevent the university from commenting on student conduct matters but uc riverside stands by its deep commitment to freedom of expression civil discourse and respectful interactions with our community that would imply that there's probably some sort of investigation happening on campus um that doesn't mean that that doesn't prove that it's real or fake but it, it does let us know that the college administration is involved with 
investigating right. this. Right. So there's probably more to come, maybe. Want to be over. Uh, then, friend of the show, BB said, Matt, did you look at Benjamin A. Boyce's video on the Evergreen video before the whole fiasco? Uh, no, but I've heard that. If you have a link, uh, or I've, I've heard this person reference this, someone I should check out. So, if you have a link to that video, go ahead and send it to me, and I'd be happy to take a look, especially before Tuesday, because Tuesday, you know, I get, I get to ask Brett Weinstein anything I want. So, I'm very much looking oh, forward man. to that. Uh, Spencer Vett said, fuck your laws. My blood is boiling. She's making more racist with that. <laughs> Man, I, fuck you. That occurred to me right? too. It's like, don't you want to be a good ambassador for your minority group so that people, you know, so that racist people well, that's what's won't weird. have any. Well, I mean, on campus, she's not an, amb an ambassador for a minority group. She is a minority or a majority, I guess, oppressor. If that's I don't want to use that word because yeah. it's so overused, but you can't claim to be a an oppressed minority within the community of that campus, given the demographics right. that you yeah. identified. So that's it's, it's very um, weird. Then we have Scott Malavi. I stand by the same thing as Pelosi incident. Make deportations great again. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, all the mass deportations. Well, you know, if the if the mass if the mass deportations were happening, uh, you're still here. So they're I don't know. They can't be that mass. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if this is confirmed, but a few people in the live chat said that her mother is an illegal immigrant. Okay, okay. It, so, I mean, it could be, and that would that would answer the question. Your question about the accent. Oh God. Uh, then Agent Flippy says that level of delusional del of uh, delusional is unfathomable, and I presume that he's talking about this insane woman. And yeah. then let's just do a few more for right now, Mister Pink. You best start believing in race wars. You're in one. Jeez, black oh jeez. Wow. Um, okay. Agent Flippy again said, it's funny how she accuses him of genocide, but says that we need to get rid of an entire group of people. Who yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. point. I was thinking that too. Uh, like, yeah. You genocided people. We're going to genocide you. <laughs> or, or saying that hats call for genocide when she yeah. is actually calling for genocide. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's not a charitable reading of what she said, but what she said is we got a lot of y'all to get rid of. I mean, what is that? That's not, you don't even... Let's not about... extend this charitable interpretation to her this yeah. time. Come on. You know what she meant. She meant, what? I want to kill white people and then, you know, continue to take all the resources in America. Yeah. Well, I just did a podcast this week where we were talking about, you know, how, how important it is to try to understand the perspective of your opposition. And I agree that's an important value. But then you encounter a lot of things like this or the NFL protests where it's like, your worldview is incoherent. And what you're saying is incoherent. Right. And I can't pretend to, I can only extend charity so far, the intellectual charity so far before I say, this is not, you can't follow this. It, it's nonsense. It's incoherent. Yeah. We have to call That's nonsense nonsense. on the left, making yeah. just eroding good people's charity. Yeah. I mean, this is how leftists become people on the right because they're like, no more. Yeah. <laughs> no more of this. Um, and the last one for right now, we have BB, friend of the show. So Blonde, I would love for you to do a, mo a movie review on No Escape. I loved it until two thirds in. You'll know why. I, I haven't hmm. even heard of this movie. I'm like, I'm as bad as you. I'm like, what movie? No, no, no one's as bad as me with movie references. <laughs> Thank you for that, BB. Um, and then everybody else, we will get back to you after the next. Yeah, I'm going to crank out the rest of these topics pretty quick. I think um, the the next one up, I got Michael Bennett, and I've talked a lot about Michael Bennett. You can watch my video on it if you want to know the facts. Really quick rundown. Um, Michael Bennett, the Seattle Seahawks defensive end, he's been protesting the national anthem since before it was cool. He And he pledged to do it all season long, so he's still at it. But he was detained by the Las Vegas police at the end of August, I think it was, or early September, I forget. 
And so he, it was a, you'll recall it was a reported active shooter situation. Police previously showed footage of Bennett running out of the casino and being arrested. And he was detained for 10 minutes and released. Bennett claimed it was racial profiling. He said he was singled out for being a black man in the wrong place at the wrong time. And he threw the cops under the bus. And the Seahawks released a statement supporting him. Lo and behold, new this week, uh, police released body cam footage that shows a three-man police team, two very racist Hispanic cops, and one extra racist black cop identifying Bennett as a suspicious person who disobeyed their orders to get down on the ground during the hotel sweep. So there were orders, everybody down on the ground. Bennett is bobbing and weaving and hiding behind um, gambling, you know, uh, uh, what are the machines? I forget the gambling machines. You pull the arm, those things in Vegas, whatever they're called. Slot machines. Yes. Thank you. Slot machines. We're getting old. Those things with the coins. And <laughs> you put the coins in the and thing, the you pull the thing, you never win. <laughs> So he's he's bobbing and weaving and hiding, and then he takes off out the door. They arrest him and they detain him. Bennett also claimed that one of the officers threatened to blow his head off. There's no proof of that. Um, in fact, in the footage, as we'll see, I think all things considered, the officers were quite cur- courteous. They were very forceful in their commands to him to get in the car. But other than that, they were actually apologetic after the whole incident was over. Uh, so let's take a look at what actually happened in this released footage. So the highlighted here, you'll see Mr. Bennett appear in a crouched stance and proceed to the rear of the uh, slot machines there. And we have two officers that are looking, trying to evaluate what's going on. Go ahead and stop. So this was seen previously. This is him bolting out the door. This officer goes after him and over the balcony and then arrests him. What happens after here is new. So this is this is them putting him in the car and telling him what to do and then apologizing and explaining what happened. So he acknowledges, they explained to him, look, we're dealing with an active shooter situation. You took off running against police orders. Yeah. You understand how that looks? And he says, yeah, I understand how that looks. 
And then they're apologetic to him and they let him go after 10 minutes in the car. And, and we're supposed to believe this is some racial profiling incident that, that he was just he was a black man in the wrong place at the wrong time, arrested in part by another really racist, internalized, racist, institutionally racist black man. <laughs> However you want to frame the fairy tale. I will say this. The, the only thing that I want to be fair to Michael Bennett in this case is that the arresting officer's body cam was off. So we don't have that piece of information. The question remains, why was the arresting officer's body cam off? That's all the charity I can extend here. There's zero evidence to support Michael Bennett's claims that he was racially profiled, that the officers told him they were going to blow his head off. There's ample evidence that contradicts him. And so I will say, Nico House, if you're listening, I know you love the show, guy I debated, uh, if you want to call it that, guy who just you know, perpetuated the fairy tales in circles and insulted me for an hour. I'll take your apology anytime, but I'm not holding my breath. I'm sure he'll <laughs> I bet spin. You'll get it. <laughs> I'm sure he'd try to spin that to say that that's racist somehow. But yeah, I understand it's chaotic. Okay. Uh, like I've said, I can understand. I can even understand why Michael Bennett might behave erratically in such a situation. It's, it's chaotic. It's stressful. Maybe you make a bad choice and you bolt out. You're not trying to be, you're not trying to do bad things, but it happens. The police officers were, were, I think all things considered pretty fair with him. You understand yeah, how that looks? Yeah, they too. Yeah. Sorry about that, you know, but you understand it looks bad. We have to make sure it's not you. Be on your way. 10 minutes, 10 minutes of your life in, in, in that situation. And you're going to throw him under yeah, the bus and say they're racist. be happy that he didn't get arrested, that this wasn't very much time spent. He probably this whole time was thinking this is going to look awesome. I can't wait to tell people, yeah. tell people about this. And again, like I said, he's been, he's been sitting uh, for the anthem since before it was cool. Cause he's one of these guys that believes in this, in the institutionally racist police. And it's like, yeah, man, if you, if you live in a world where you believe that the police are systemically hunting you, right. Then you probably behave in a silly way and you probably somehow form this event to fit that preconceived mm. worldview, even though the facts don't support it. Right. Uh, that's all I got. Um, and then I want to move into some of the leftovers from Berkeley Antifa. I got a few clips from there. You want to do those first or you want to go back to Super Chat? Uh, let's do those first. Okay. So these are just a couple different clips left over from the chaos. I don't know. It seems like every weekend is chaos in Berkeley, but it's it's been a little bit. Last weekend was chaos. I think this weekend was good. So maybe it's the first peaceful weekend in Berkeley in a while. Um. But the first clip is back from that no Marxism in Berkeley event on August 26th. So that's the one you'll remember where it was that like that actual trans person who set it up. And it was right after or shortly after Boston and Charlottesville. And that right. was the one where the Antifa violence was just horrendous. Remember that like they chased down that father and son. Yeah, they yeah. Were, um, uh, and they there was that overhead drone footage of them just swarming a defenseless guy and beating him up. Uh, and there and there was news reporters saying I witnessed hate today in Berkeley, but it was from people who said that they were anti-hate. That was one of those cases in that last month where Antifa, after Charlottesville, became very clear that you may not like the Charlottesville alt-right guys, but Antifa shows up and creates chaos regardless of whether they show up. So this first clip takes place that weekend in Berkeley. Again, no alt-right Nazi guys, but Antifa still right. being Antifa. And there's... This, this clip comes from um, a guy named Keith Edwards. He's posted it on YouTube. I haven't seen it till now. 
uh, but it's it's they're marching. And there's a black or brown female Antifa member, and she's scolding this white masked Antifa member for not doing enough and for being performative and for benefiting from his whiteness and his white privilege. So just watch the intersectionality backfire within the organization here. this rant as he leaves. I told you that the statement white people are inherently racist is an inherently racist statement. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What if Morpheus told you that? Not your thoughts. I mean, well, my initial thought when I said this is the second time I've seen this one too. My initial thought was that this skinny guy, like I just couldn't believe like what kind of man lets like a, like a fat little woman talk to him like that. Like he's just standing there taking it. I, I'm just thinking like, oh my God, in centuries past, that woman would have, you know, gotten the back of his hand and would have deserved yeah. it for sure. I mean, we could definitely use a little more patriarchy in that in that <laughs> circle. Like, like 50% not, more patriarchy. Right. I'm not saying full patriarchy. I'm not saying like repeal. You know, women can still vote, right? Um, but uh... I mean, I'll have to convince you on that one. <laughs> But, uh, you know, just a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I love these demonstrations that the, the view of the world, the intersectional view of the world, it, it just boils down to, as we've been joking the whole time, it makes R2-D2 the unquestionable queen. Because ultimately, <laughs> what you have is people who are higher it's on the victim, victim hierarchy, hierarchy yeah. given directi- giving directives to people who are lower. And so the question becomes, what if R2-Dindu rolls in there and gives her a direction? She'd have to take it by her own reasoning. Uh, it, <laughs> what what is oh, Archie doing these days? She needs to understand the power that she wields, and she needs to roll in there. Like I said, just like Cersei Lannister, and she needs to get everything in control. She needs her own. Um, I mean, having a victim hierarchy like that—it's like having a monarch that's like been inbred through centuries, and they have all of these weird diseases, yeah. and they're not mentally sound. It's like when you have a victim hierarchy, that's who you end up leading you. R two Dindu. Who is going to be R2's mountain? You know, Cersei has the mountain. Like we need, she needs her own like hitman bodyguard guy. Like that's what she needs. That's probably what's holding her back. But in that clip, oh, she that did. Oh, that fat cock that's like white people have no culture. That oh, guy. He, he, no, she needs someone who can actually beat people up. That guy can't Why? do it. But he's big and yeah, he'll maybe. stand next to her and do whatever yeah, she maybe. says. Uh, the next clip I have is great because I, I, I think Sargon, I forget when he posted this, but 
Sargon has done some of the best coverage of BAM and Yvette Falarka. And if you really want to get in depth on what BAM is and some of Yvette Falarka's history, he's done at length videos on this. So I was really excited to see this clip where it's Sargon who's off camera and Yvette Falarka in the same vicinity, in the same clip. Now they don't actually have a lot of direct interaction here, but it's close wow. enough. It's close enough for me to be satisfied. And it's at the the free speech event that happened last weekend, which I still haven't looked that much into, but I've, I'm told just fizzled out. Like I know Milo's speech got canceled and I know it was basically kind of a flop. Uh, I know there were the usual Antifa people showing up and shutting the thing down. And that's the context for this. Uh, they're doing their, their protests. Sargon comes in and hilariously says, well, who cares about your opinion? You're a bunch of communists. And then that devolves into this kind of who has the worst body count between capitalists and communists. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, I think Sargon said when Antifa loses the argument or something, he called this video. Uh, I forget what he called it, but the, you know that they've, they basically concede when they stop discussing with him or debating with him, if you want to call it that, and just start chanting. We don't, we don't have any coherent points. We're just going to start chanting. So that's what happens. We want to strip women of their right to re reproductive freedom and force women to have children against their will. Then you are a fascist. And I do not have common ground with you, and no one should. Yeah, but who cares what you think you're a communist? No, so this is um, this is just some other chick. Yvette Falarka comes oh, in with a like megaphone it. later and gives this guy in the black shirt gotcha. okay. um, a, a megaphone. So she doesn't really even, she's chants at the end, but she doesn't even really speak. But she's there. Like, this, these are Yvette Falarka's friends. Uh, now, I, I, you, I might have missed it there, but you'll hear com uh uh, Sargon come in and say, yeah, but who cares what you think you're a communist? So that's, and no yeah. one should. Yeah, but who cares what you think you're a communist? Okay. A who cares what you think here. you're just There's as bad? Your body here. count is like 10 times higher. Fuck oh, your opinion. Let's talk about the body count of your fucking system, man. Let's talk about the body count. America, okay, America is the only country. just threatened to incinerate 25 million people in North Korea. That non-existent body count. This country has more nuclear weapons. Well, he'll go into it here, but yeah, his go-to point is when he's talking about this the body situation to be yeah. fair he talks about like the nuking of japan and and, and he, d he does cite some examples where people died in mass but his go-to is donald trump threatened north korea so my god if only someone uh, like when you talk about human rights in north korea donald trump is the biggest threat to human rights in north korea okay all right sounds believable anyway the debate continues in any other country when this country is the only country that has ever used nuclear weapons don't talk to me about violence don't talk to me about body count when you're a defender of this government and this system how about talking to you about starvation millions yeah let's talk about starvation let's talk about let's talk about the 10 million children that die every year of starvation and preventable disease why because of capitalism in the world today okay that is a reality children are you okay where, where Are you okay happening? with putting Where's 10 million happening? children up against Where? the wall and shooting them one by Where one? Is Are it you? Happening? Where's no, it happening? Yeah. No KKK, no fascists. There's a vet to save the day. No Trump, no KKK, no fascists, USA. No Trump, no KKK, no fascists, USA. My talk, no KKK, no fascists, USA. And they just came Now there is a happy story here. Sorry, did you have something you wanted to chime in? I kind of cut you off when you were. Ten the million playing. people die because of starvation and disease and preventable disease in the United States. 
um, annually. That's that's so fucking stupid. I don't even know where to start. And uh, starvation and infectious disease have been on a downward, you know, they've been on decline for for decade over decade for like centuries. This is insane. Yeah, that is an insane proclamation. I don't even know yeah. where he's getting that. Well, it seems so simple for Sargon to ask, where is that happening? But it's a <laughs> yeah. question that is relevant to a lot of these debates as they devolve. I mean, I could have said the same thing, and I think I did basically to Nico House several times when we're talking about, I don't know, whatever he's referencing about systemic racism in this country. You could, where is that happening? Where are people being systemically oppressed? If you can explain right. that to me, then I'll be sympathetic. You could say that to uh, to the to the, the the hat stealer at UC Riverside, which he talks about mass genocide and people being killed by law, legally sanctioned mass genocide. Where is that happening? It's a, it's a very simple question that oftentimes shut the, shuts them down because their worldview is not based in evidence. That's really all that you're right. getting at. Um, as I mentioned, there's a happy ending to this story. We celebrated her um, Yvette Falarka's court date earlier, a few weeks ago. Um, mm -hmm. And she got arrested again at this weekend's, that last weekend's events. So she was arrested and charged with um, suspicion of battery. And I think she was charged. I know she was arrested under suspicion of battery and resisting arrest. Remember, she's still facing a federal charge of inciting a riot. She's due back in court on Wednesday. So <laughs> oh, I thought for sure she would get charged with assault. Um, I, I don't. Well, let me see what the article says here. Whoops. Suspected battery. Wrong that scene weak, change. But I, don't, I don't know. Um, let's see. It's she faced it. She faced a charge for it doesn't say she was charged in this article, only that she was arrested for suspicion of battery. So I'd have to follow up to know if yeah. she faced a charge in this. But she is definitely going to. Uh, oh, so the charge is battery. Gotcha. I was like suspicion of battery. What? Okay. Well, it said arrested under suspicion of battery. So I don't know if they actually charged her with battery. I'd have to follow up on that. Hmm. But she did get arrested and she has a court date on Wednesday. Meanwhile, until she's actually convicted of a felony, hey, teach all those kids in Berkeley you want, says the Berkeley Unified School District. <laughs> Middle school teacher, too. Yes. Yep. But that's the story. Those are the things I wanted to cover in Berkeley, the little loose ends I wanted to tie up. Great stuff. Uh, and I'm glad that I'm glad Sargon was able to do that. It was fun to watch. I know. He's doing this on-the-ground trolling thing. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so I guess we should catch up on some super chats. Sure. Yoda Economics, I guarantee why she is FU to the USA. She's going to a top UC school courtesy of California taxpayers. That is hmm. also true. Yeah. What about her education? I'm sure she's not paying for it herself if she needs to crowdfund moving out of her apartment and needs $200 from strangers. <laughs> so uh, Scott Malavi said, make ass whoopings great again. I'm here, here. This show does not endorse violence. Does not endorse political violence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joel Dykeman said, Cunch is in college and doesn't know the proper use of literally feels like an education is an exercise in futility for this one. She did say literally yeah. before every sentence. Well, I she? watched the Tucker Carlson segment on this, and one of the points he made was like, the things she's saying are previously exclusive to the insane population, and now they are property of the allegedly educated population. Like, what is going on at schools? that a person could actually have this worldview seriously in her head. I know. Send your kid to college and they come back way dumber, <laughs> way dumber yeah. and more indignant. Um, dangerous spaces. So as a white student, he is a minority that answers how white people will be treated as a minority. This Hobbit abused and stole from him. 
Uh, yeah, I actually talked about that in a video, but um, everybody projects this like white altruism on other groups and acts like if we were a minority, we would get that same treatment. Like, yeah, nope, well, it, it that's does, how we'd uh, be getting treated if we were minorities in this country. I do think it is a good indicator of what happens when you try to correct past injustices with just the mirror image of the same injustice. You yeah. know, like if you believe that white people have been this oppressive force throughout history and then your answer is to kind of correct it with hostility or punishment of them on the basis of race well then you just end up with the mirror image of the same injustice repeated and clearly like if she were in power you would have some sort of mirror image of past injustice ongoing to to white people in this case i, th I think that's a completely fair interpretation you don't correct right it, and it, if, if you have so much disdain for white people why on earth would you move to a dominantly predominantly white country Ah uh, well, she was born here. She can't leave, so she. <laughs> I, I mean, but she's but she's uh, exploiting taxpayers, and her mom's illegal. You know, it's, they owe it to why, her. I mean, why? I'm sure she believes that she's owed it. I'm sure she believes it's not enough, actually. Why? She's never been oppressed in her life. She's getting free stuff for college. Whatever. She's oppressed by hats. Um, yeah. Hoopty writer said, I'm guessing she won't graduate. Fuck your homeworks, homeboy. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, that, that one, that earned it. Where's my, I'm a little delayed, but <laughs> I hand them out. Where do There we go. Uh, Neo24 said, Pole already docks the brown ham beast. Her mom is an illegal. It also explains the accent as those type of people form communities around each other. I wonder if that's it. Huh? Brown ham beast. Oh, God. I don't think that we can call her that. <laughs> no, we can't. That's right. That's a, that's a step too far. But maybe, I've, I've always loved the terms ham beast and ham planet. <laughs> so maybe there's something to work with there. Oh God, we're never yeah. gonna be able to have normal jobs ever again. Well, um, I'll never well, work God. for a ham beast, so don't try it, future <laughs> potential employer of mine. Yeah. Um, Mr. Spock said, "We did not steal land; we conquered it." Yes, these people clearly do not understand the nature of imperialism and fighting wars for land, where yeah. the winner owns the land. <laughs> well, I've heard Gavin say, and I think it's not only funny but pretty much true. No, you don't understand. Was it in the Gazi debate where he said, "You don't understand"? Back in those days, everyone was trying to conquer everybody. You're just mad that we were really good at it. That's that's <laughs> yeah, basically totally Gavin's true. point. And by the way, it's irrelevant to today. You know, we're not trying to. Anyway, let's, let's keep moving. But yeah, you, you don't get to look back into the past until you find a fact that's convenient to you now, and now you use it to perpetuate your worldview, even though it has no relevance. Yep, yep, exactly. <sighs> um, Gabriel Lopez, our, our resident faggot, said, not all faggots are created equal. I don't think he's <laughs> ever sent us a donation that did not include something with the word faggot. In I don't it. think so. Not that I recall. So don't start now. <laughs> Thank you, Gabriel Lopez. Friend of the show, Stephen Suarez said, Nicaragua is south of Honduras. Um, then we have Scott Malavi. Um, Mexicans think Nicaraguans the same way as KKK members, or he, I think he meant to see. Mexicans see Nicaraguans the same way that KKK members see Eastern Europeans beneath them. Hmm. Really? Is that true? I don't know. I didn't know that there was some kind of racial hierarchy. For Does, this, is that, or is that a pun? Like, because it's south of Mexico? Maybe it's double meaning oh. pun. I don't know. Or maybe there is some actual racial or ethnic animosity. I think that there must be. Although I haven't heard that before, so so I don't know. Hmm. Um, Daryl Odell says, would it be okay to steal a mega hijab? <laughs> I hope I never <laughs> that see That is those. an excellent question. Someone should take that trolling opportunity. <laughs> MAGA hijab yeah. and then see what happens. Yeah, really. 
Um, Alex W said Antifa Latinx go black and yellow. What is Latinx? What, what I see this all. They the say Latin X um, because they because uh, Spanish is a gendered language. Latina, Latino. Uh, so they put an X at the end so that it's gender neutral. You oh see. God. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I have to kill myself. I swear. Okay. Well, just a few more. You, but is uh, it, you know, X is kind of a X is like the X chromosome. You know, I mean, that's maybe gendered. They should pick something that's not associated with any gender at all. Yeah. I'm just trying to give them tips. I don't think Whatever. X is the best choice. <laughs> Whatever, skank. Uh, Captain Strong said, "Padding equals poof. Take the body armor away and actually play full contact old school rugby player here." Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm, all right. Well, agree to disagree, but <laughs> but I'm happy you enjoy uh, your we, sports. We have Liberative that said El Chupa Maga. <laughs> oh, for That's a nickname good. for the for the yeah. the thief. Yeah. El Chupa Maga. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, and then last one for right now is Keck Lord. What are your thoughts on Trump's budget plan to cut CHIP, which is an acronym by 20 years, 20% over the next two years? Man, whenever we get heavy questions like this on um, on the show, I'm always like, we should probably answer this. Wait, wait I, well, I actually, I don't even, can you read it one more time? The budget cut? Uh, it's the Trump budget plan that came out earlier this week. Uh, yeah, there was, yeah, yeah. There, I, what are the your tax thoughts plan on, Trump, on Trump's budget plan to cut CHIP by 20% over the next oh, chip. years? Oh, CHIP. So the Children's Health on. Insurance Program. Um, I haven't seen that, nor am I super keen on how the funding of CHIP works in terms of the federal-state partnership, because I think that's the way CHIP works, if I'm correct. It's not an exclusively federal program. So uh, if you are listening, Keck Lord, um, when we get like meteor uh, questions on the Sunday show, sometimes we answer them on the Wednesday show. So I'm just going to go ahead and drop that in our show notes and we will yeah. talk about it on plus, Wednesday. Plus like f- full disclosure, as a matter of like personal practice, I tend not to pay a ton of attention to these policy issues until it's clear that they actually have some traction. Like I, I, I went through a lot of the health, the early healthcare um, bills and tried to understand them, and then it became clear that they were going nowhere in Congress, and then I kind of, kind of felt like that was a waste of time because they had no actual uh, success prospect in, in Congress. And so once there's something that actually looks like it has legs, then I kind of like to dive into it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, okay, last one for right now is from a skullfucker. One skullfucker. <laughs> okay. And he said, dead are Allah, Judarnas fell. I hate it when you guys send me stuff in other languages because I have to read it. I don't know what it says. It could say anything. So kindly don't do that. Well, now you've done it because now that's all you're going to get. I know. Whatever. Um, All right. So we're good on live chat for our super chat for right now. I'm going to be quick on this one. It's I think it's like I said, I mostly grabbed this to try to quell some of your rage and fears about um about what's going on with Trump and immigration. Uh, so if you we... remember from that show, though, I did say that I'm going to wait and see because I trust Trump more than I trust Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's, this sounds a little 4D chessy. That's good. Yeah, maybe. So McClatchy's got this report out, and they say that, um, they're, they're, that they've seen what the White House wants in terms of immigration policy in exchange for saving dreamers <laughs> From deportation. Remember, that was the big piece that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer said they want. Shut up, Caesar or Musket, whichever. I know, Caesar. I'll deport you. Stop it. <laughs> uh, you see, Caesar. This is a very important show. 
Uh, I know. I, I'm going to throw something at him because I can't reach <laughs> So uh, apparently there are these talking points um, from the president's domestic council given to members of the Freedom Caucus, yada, yada, yada. Basically, the president's talking to members of Congress and people who know people have sort of leaked some of these points to people. Now, apparently, right. the architect of what the White House wants is one Stephen Miller. Stephen Miller, who you might remember from shutting down Jim Acosta and his fake news fame when they were talking about um, immigration policy previously. Uh, and you might remember Stephen Miller as the chief architect of the alleged Muslim ban, uh, the, the Trump's immigration rules on who's going to come here from, or who, which countries are off the list in terms of people who can come here. Uh, and remember all the controversy because they are predominantly Muslim nations. So everyone calls it the Muslim ban. Anyway. The proposals, what they want on this list, what the, the bullet points that McClatchy's reporting, uh, eliminating protections for unaccompanied minors entering the country illegally, restricting eligibility for asylum, humanitarian parole, and abused or abandoned foreign children, raising fees for visas, reducing... You know how much? I don't. They were non-specific about it, yeah. Um, I didn't see that in the article here. I can see if it's mentioned. I don't think it was. I don't, I don't think it was. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it was. So it doesn't look like it. Uh, but raising fees but it, for visas. I, I would like to know if it's prohibitive, you know, if it's hmm. so much that it's prohibitive. We've heard about this before, but they want to they want to make a merit-based immigration policy. So reducing legal immigration by placing people with certain skills at the front of the line, to me, that just seems like common sense. Um, hiring thousands more immigration officers, prosecutors, and judges, which was phrased weird in this McClatchy article. Like, I, I'm not sure what that means, hiring judges. Uh, like, can they? Can the federal government just set up additional courts and hire judges to fill them? I, I'm not sure yeah. how that works, but that's and they're operating under reporting. the assumption that hiring more people is going to affect the number of illegals. I don't really like that. And then the last piece was implementing E-Verify, an online system that allows businesses to check immigration mm -hmm. status. Here, uh, yeah. Sarah Huckabee Sanders also said on Monday that the White House plans to release a full list of immigration proposals in the coming days. I did a word search in this article earlier, um, uh, and it does mention the wall, but it doesn't mention the wall in terms of the list of demands. So, and then the Demo it says here in the article, the Democrats said they would uh, work on a border security package that would include drones, air support, sensor equipment, and road rebuilding, but not a wall. And again, it doesn't appear that the wall is part of the White House's list of demands here, which is very weird, a very, a very weird thing to concede, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, I don't know. I mean, have you listened to any of our episodes pre-election? Pre I uh, No. I did a few months ago, and, and we were saying, <laughs> I think we were both, they, they did suck, yeah. But we were both saying that we didn't think the wall was going to get built. Huh. Well, then I guess we're elite political minds. I guess we're <laughs> very smart. Yeah, really. Yeah. But I don't know. It, I guess I thought that it was more, it was more posturing. It was more like he was going to put in um, self-deportation measures, institute self-deportation measures before he built the wall. That's what I said, and I guess I kind of forgot that and then decided that nobody was going to reelect him if he didn't build the wall. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. I should take my, my former stance again. Um, but I'm not happy about this. This is the platform he ran on. And if he doesn't get the job done and I don't see a market decrease in immigration, illegal and otherwise, I'm not yeah. going to go for him again. And I think there are a lot of good ideas in, in this apparent or reported list of demands. Uh, I, I will be curious like to see. Enough, though. Let's say this was the deal. Let's say it was this list in exchange for... Um, no deportation for for dreamers, permanent dreamer 
whatever they get, citizenship, whatever protected status. Let's say that happened. I'm not sure that Trump's yeah, I'm not sure that Trump's support, that Trump's base would be big fans of that. I don't know that that would be enough to get him a lot of elector- uh, electoral momentum in 2020. No, I mean, it's too vague. You don't really know just based on this. Um, so I'm not super sure, but it's nearly a million people are affected by DACA. I mean, it's mm. eight, what is it, 800,000 people? Yeah, I think that's what I read. Uh, I, just, I just don't think that this is worth it. I mean, if it was this on top of the wall, maybe. Ah, yeah. Well, I, I, to me, that just seemed like the obvious bargaining point was, okay, dreamer stuff. Like we can talk about that. We can talk about people who are here. Trump has tweeted out previously. Why would you want to kick out? He, he tweeted this. It's in the article. Does anybody really want to throw out good, educated and accomplished young people who have jobs, some serving in the military? Okay. Yes. we can. T- well, <laughs> I'm open to talking about those people, I guess. But the point is you're the one in power. You have Congress. You should go to the I I feel I feel ridiculous lecturing Trump about negotiating here, but I guess I'm going to have to. You go to the table and say, <laughs> I'm the one in power. I've got the majority numbers in Congress. Here's the starting point for the negotiation. And by the way, the wall is non-negotiable. The only thing that's negotiable about the wall is how high and how long. Right. But other than that, I don't know. It just seems weird to me that he apparently is willing to concede this. It's not even that the wall is crucially important to me. It's just that that was his thing. Um, and, and he's 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 letting go of it. It just seems weird to me. That's not to say that I oppose he's the wall either. He's not going to deal with immigration. What was the point of voting for him? That's how his, this is a huge betrayal to his base. I mean, I'm still willing to wait because nothing has actually happened yet. Yeah, yeah. It's Again, this is a report of... Some guys told some guys, so. Yeah. This isn't making me feel any better. Yeah. All right, well, um, I got three more things. I got the terror attacks of the week. I got the hoax hate of the week. And, oh, no, we have the Muslim lady on the plane before that. So those are the three things. Yes, we do. Yes, we you want to jump into those? Um, or... Let's do a few more Super Chats okay. uh, really quick. Who was the last one that I... Um, oh, it was the it was the weird one in Swedish or whatever. Uh, Brian Gaskin the weird said, woman in Swedish. Isaac, don't don't talk to our super chatters that way. That's very rude. I said no. It was the weird one in Swedish. Oh well, still gonna be nice. <laughs> Sorry, jeez, God. Uh, Brian Gaskin said Mike Isaacson, Isaacson is the Antifa professor who looks like a giraffe. Oh, oh, he's giraffe. And man. tweeted about teaching teaching future dead cops super chat didn't let me input a link ah that's right the guy with the impossibly long neck right the guy who looks like he's real life photoshopped in every image that he in which he appears what was the question about him though um oh god it was way back gosh dang it uh, how do you guys feel about Mike Isaacson and his seemingly endless mission to make everyone hate him? I've only seen him on Tucker. I, has he done any follow-up? The only thing longer than his mission to make everyone hate him is his neck. <laughs> I'm rimshotting myself for that. Okay. Um, I've only seen the Tucker segment. I think he got, didn't so he get suspended I. by the college? Didn't he get penalized? I actually don't know. Okay. We should follow up on him. I I mean, the guy seems like he sucks. I hope I never hear from him again. Yeah, me too. I mean, but I didn't find him more detestable than your average liberal professor or TA. I mean, I was like, this is kind of run of the mill, long neck. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, teaching people that he wants and hopes for dead cops. I mean, that's, that's pretty extreme stuff. I don't know. I think that that's a commonly held belief 
amongst the Marxist left. I really we need don't. to return to a state where that was at least taboo. Okay. Yeah. Where you could hold that belief, but Shame, it was it was, it was taboo. It was kind of frowned upon. I liked that world better. Not funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we have Joseph Kulisix. He said, you skipped me before. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. So when are we going to start bombing Madrid like we bombed Belgrade? Point bombing Belgrade was wrong, wrong cause, wrong side. Um, no, we This about the Spanish conflict, presumably? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I can't. I just can't pretend to offer a, a, an intelligent take on that, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, as, as far as I can tell... Um, these uh this voting is illegal so yeah the but then the question becomes got... like should any non-binding vote be illegal that seems sort of weird i don't know i don't know sorry that's i mean i just consider a vote uh, to be an extension of speech basically like i i don't know that would be my philosophy on it yeah uh then we have lucas devlin always giving us 14 dollars and 88 cents <laughs> As a vegan, gender-fluid atheist who identifies as a pastafarian Apache helicopter dog and vapes organic, undocumented immigrant breast milk, yeah. I am enlightened and enlightened liberal, and this show offends me. Hashtag resist. Well, I'm sorry. Thank oh, you for supporting boy. the show. Uh, we'll yeah, work on trying to keep it less offensive for... Um, <laughs> I don't know how to refer to... I don't know how to refer to them because <laughs> they are gender-fluid. I want to use proper pronouns. <laughs> Um, they is gender fluid, more... right? Fucking grammar in the... Trying to yeah, keep it... Right. Yeah. They is gender fluid. That's like when people say, oh, so grammar is more important to you than my than my pronouns or my identity? For yes, sure. 100%. It absolutely is. Yeah. 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 The, the, sure. the structures and the systems on which we've built society care about them more than whether <laughs> your feelings are hurt. Uh, Joshie Marshall uh, proceeds to make an awful sports joke about the Michael Bennett case. That's what he said. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, Michael. I know, right? Uh, a few more for right now. We have Crown Video. When is this video about shit test blonde? I showed your video about eliminating beta behavior to some soy boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good term. And it got them to begrudgingly do some introspection on why they got friend zone. Um, Ooh. I, That's cool. I know. I said I was going to make a video about shit tests before MGTOWs came after me. And then after that, this was like a year ago, I was like, I'm never going to make any more content that pisses off MGTOWs. They're the most <laughs> organized and cruel of any online group. I will take on Black Lives Matter, any other group. I don't give a fuck, but yeah. not MGTOWs. Oh my God, yeah. not MGTOWs. So I never put out that video about shit tests. I probably never will or ever will talk about relationships yeah. on my channel again. Let's be clear. Sorry, when MGTOW comes know. around and says, blonde, bend the knee and kiss the ring, you do exactly that. <laughs> MGTOW is the only people to whom you they're surrender. The only people. No, it's because they're so biting and cruel about my appearance and fertility that I'm like, I can't handle. <laughs> well, in like a like, year's time, you're going to be a happy mom anyway, and then you're immune to their whatever they say. Some Swedish YouTuber actually messaged me about this, and she's like, just so you know, I have three kids, and I've been married for 10 years, and I still have MGTOWs telling me that I'm going to die alone and childless because <laughs> I'm an old tag. And I'm like, okay, great. I guess having a kid's not going to stop them from being horrible well, to me. No, they won't stop them from being horrible to you. It will stop you from caring what they say, I think. Yeah, I think so. Until yeah. when I get married, they're going to be like, oh, she's just going to take all of her husband's money and yeah. whatever. You know them. Um, and a few more. Let's do Rick Moranis. Not sure if this was brought up before. Just needed to make sure that everyone knew that the mayor of San Juan is a giant faggot. <laughs> oh, thank you. That was another thing we could have talked about tonight. But yeah, yeah. All the, 
There was, was just not much news around. I mean, it's a whole lot of hoopla, and I, I didn't really see a lot of substance. So I was. I well, I saw that, that the San Juan mayor gave. I have. I haven't watched it myself. I've only seen other people's characterizations of it. So. Maybe I'm mischaracterizing, but what I saw was apparently or reportedly the San Juan mayor giving a press conference complaining about the federal response, standing in front of a pile of supplies that were sitting there going nowhere. I mean, that's the big problem in in Puerto Rico is logistics. Like the supplies are there. They're at the port. They're not being delivered. Maybe the federal government has screwed up and I haven't looked a lot into this, but certainly um, the stuff's getting there and it's not getting to the people who need it. I don't know. No matter whose fault it is, I'm not a big fan of government officials who just sit there and point fingers. Like, mm-hmm. let's people need this. Let's get some solutions going right now and worry about the the blame the blame game later. Mm-hmm. That's really annoying. Yeah. I, eh. but whatever. Oh, um, all right. Let's just let's just do like three more. We've got BB that gave us a big donation and said, well, "Gosh thank you, darn BB. it! Thank you so much for single handedly supporting us, BB. We love you." Um. David Howard, how great would it be if he just decked her after she said punch not? <laughs> oh well, I mean, it does. Um, there is. I think there is kind of an interesting question there. I don't know that I'm, I don't know. I'm going to talk myself into something I'll regret here. To the extent that she borderline threatened him, how comfortable would we be if he, I'm not saying punch her, but like got, certainly got forceful with taking his hat back. Like, let's say he just pushed I her mean, to the ground and took his hat back. I have to be careful with this because I'm always like, you know, political violence. We can't descend into political violence. I, like, I, yeah. If if I would have seen her get hit in the face, it would have satisfied me on a deeper <laughs> level. I can't I can't act like I wouldn't have enjoyed that. I watched the video of Moldy Locks getting punched in the face like 50 times. Well, there's like, also oh, this is some, so satisfying. There's also so, uh, there's also some plausible justification for it in terms of her violent action. Now, in this case, it would be I'm not going to make the case that she was violent with hat guy. But she did take his property, and she did make some implied threats toward him. She threatened him with violence and stole his property off of his body. Yeah, it's like so. I I don't think that it's if it appropriate. Was a chick and it and and a chick that she did that to, and she, and the chick hit her. I'd be like, yeah, all right, I'm totally. So fine I, with I don't it. I don't know how inconsistent it is to say I oppose political violence and say, but if that guy was forceful with her and taking his property back, that's fine. Because I don't think that she's just merely expressing her opinion she's not there just expressing her opinion she's taking property and she is at least implicitly threatening people so i I mean i don't think that that was i think that was really explicit i don't think that she was implicitly threatening it if we weren't in this college i would oh oh boy you don't even know i would she was talking about you know how if they weren't around other people she'd kick the shit out of them which is basically i'm trying to get into some kind of mental gymnastics and some sort of justification to get to where you are which is like God, man, just 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 a little bit of roughing her up would have been satisfying. <laughs> just a little I bit. I know, I know. <laughs> um, all right, last super chat for right now is from Humane Mind. I love how Blonde doesn't think women should vote and Matt is on the other side. I'm on the only taxpayers and landowners should vote camp. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's... I mean, I've turned this one over a lot. Yeah. I, I don't know what to say about this, but I mean, women are largely responsible for the mess that we're in through socialist voting patterns and... I think that giving them the right to vote was perhaps the thing that caused this, started this avalanche of feminism. Mm. I mean, it, there were anti-suffragettes that were like, we do not want this right. This is going to fuck up society. And now I think, hmm, maybe we should have listened to these women. Send and, you know, like we too. talked about. Yeah, really, I, I, I don't even care anymore. 
Yeah. Actually, send like it to Blonde in the Belly brother. of the Beast at gmail.com. Anyway, yeah, send it to me. Yeah. Skag doesn't deserve any of this. Uh, we talked about this with my brother, but um, he said, you know, if there are three people, two of them are poor, and one is rich, the two will vote to take the money of well, the rich. So pe- yeah. I, people people have to have a vested interest in this country, and that's why I think that only only landowners uh, or one vote per family. Well, that is the classic problem with democracy, and that's why we don't even have a pure democratic system, right? Two wolves and a sheep vote for what's for dinner. That's the classic dilemma and why we've tried to craft a system where minorities still get protection from wolves right. voting to eat them. But um, anyway, right, right, that, right. we don't want to get too deep into this because we'll go. No, no. But I, but I will say people are always like, would you give up your right to vote? And I would say um, I absolutely would because I'm marrying somebody that values my opinion and I would feel like our vote was won. So, hmm. and that's how women use But you can't envision a situation um, in which you disagree? Uh, I mean, I think that we're always going to. I mean, yeah, I, I can envision us uh, us disagreeing politically. I mean, he's he's voted for Trump, but he's kind of in the never Trump camp. He really hates him. Hmm. Um, but still, I think that you know he values my political opinion, and and it would feel like I was contributing to the vote because we're a team. All right. Um, okay, we're good for right now. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what should we do? So the, the, the Muslim lady kicked off the plane. The Muslim professor kicked off the plane. Should we play the clip first or do you want to describe it first? What's the plan of attack? I mean, I guess I should just give like a little, a little rundown. So there was this college professor who, um, she, I don't know. Maybe we should play the clip first. I don't want to, I don't want to pollute people's image of this before they okay. watch it. Well, Let's the, the one, the cover, I was looking into this myself and the, some of the coverage I saw was from, she's on a flight from Baltimore to LA and the coverage, the local coverage of CBS in LA, I thought was pretty good because they had some witnesses from the plane or a witness guy and added some context that I didn't get from just the raw clip. Uh, so I thought the report was pretty good just in terms of explaining what happened. So here's the description of how and why she was kicked off the plane. Officers had to drag a woman off a Southwest flight headed to LAX when she refused to get off. CBS 2's Jasmine Veal is live at LAX, with, at, at LAX, I should say, with what started this whole thing. Jasmine? Well, Sharon, the woman said she had serious pet allergies, and then passengers say she became emotional and out of control when flight attendants told her she had to get off the plane. Southwest Airlines now apologizing for what happened next. Don't touch me! She's walking! Cell phone video shows three Baltimore airport police officers forcibly trying to get a... I hate to... I'm not trying to laugh here, but (laughs) all I'm saying is, like, you can't resist. Just because you're saying, I'm not resisting while resisting doesn't mean that you're not resisting. Like, stop resisting. Just walk. You're not walking. That's the problem. It's like... Like shoplifting and being, I'm not shoplifting. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Anyway. Woman off a Southwest flight bound for LAX. She's got my leg. You can hear her yelling at them to leave her alone as she's grabbed from behind, pushed and pulled down the aisle. You have ripped my pants off. She was not going to get off that plane. Bill Dumas was on that Southwest flight and whipped out his cell phone to start recording when the woman began struggling with the officers right before takeoff. He says it all started when she told flight attendants she had a life-threatening pet allergy after a service dog and another dog got on the plane. If I had a, a life-threatening 
allergic reaction to dogs, I would certainly check with the airline to make sure there's no dogs on that flight. Although apologetic, Southwest Airlines says our policy states that a customer without a medical certificate may be denied boarding if they report a life-threatening allergic reaction and cannot travel safely with an animal on board. So the flight crew asked her to leave, but she refused. Her father was having serious, serious surgery in L.A. today. She had to be back here. That was the last Southwest plane leaving Baltimore. Dumas says he and other passengers not only felt bad for the woman, but the officers as well, saying she left them with little choice but to do what they had to do. Well, the flight landed here safely at LAX last night without the woman and about 20 minutes delayed. And Jeff and Sharon Dumas told me he saw her husband waiting at the gate here at LAX with a sign that said his wife had been arrested and he was asking passengers for that cell phone video. Okay, the one thing that this report doesn't get into that I think you're knowledgeable of that I'm going to speculate is highly relevant here is her... <laughs> Faith, uh, to put it bluntly, I think yeah. that there's a worldview she has that is relevant to why she was so insistent that not just dogs, not like Caesar, not lap dogs, not cute little dogs, which doesn't like service dogs that other people need. Yeah. Why she insists they have to leave. Yeah, because Ma Muslims hate dogs. So uh, Muhammad supposedly slaughtered a pack of dogs to make way for the angel Gabriel or something of that nature. Um, so it's, it's in the Quran. And then apparently there's some kind of ritual that has to be done if they come into contact with dog saliva. So like, there's like a documented hatred of dogs. And I talk about this in my first ever video, which was like coming up on two years ago, uh, where I've had Caesar in a carrying case and I've gotten kicked out of Ubers uh, by, by Muslim people like this Western at this Western African woman in a cob kicked me out of her car. She's like, no dogs, get out, get out. They have a disdain for dogs. They think that they are disgusting and filthy. So this woman gets on this plane and she's like, Oh, I guess there's service dogs on here. I'm deathly allergic to dogs. These dogs need to be removed. If we're going to go on this flight, like it's just like the entitlement of yeah, somebody like this. And then she could provide no evidence that she has any kind of dog allergy. And so they're like, you have to get off the flight. She's like, I'm not getting off the flight. So what you don't see in that video, I watched all the footage, um, is that people are telling her, lady, get off the flight. Lady, get up and walk. Get off. Move. Lady, get out of here. Like the passengers are like, this bitch is crazy. Like the fact that anybody's sympathetic to this woman. Why? It's so entitled. Is so she she's a professor of like what is she a professor of she does islamic studies of some kind islamic studies a visiting assistant professor of women's studies and islamic studies at harvard divinity school and so when she's when they're trying to move her she's saying i'm a professor i'm a professor it's like who cares that doesn't mean that you know what, what does that even anyway so she demanded an EpiPen, even though she had no signs of having an allergic reaction and Southwest yeah. doesn't administer Epi shots or have an EpiPen. And they were like, no. And I think that's when this whole freak out. Well, yeah. It seems to me like she maybe took a Xanax and had a few shots before the flight and then just had like a Selma Blair style Xanax plane meltdown. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe there were substances associated because even if you have a hatred of dogs, uh, to think that this is going to work in your favor, that they're going to say, oh, no, no, sorry, service dog guy, and uh, sorry, dog of the guy who needs you, and guy yeah. who has some sort of condition that requires yeah. a dog's presence. You some have to leave. Muslim chick doesn't like dogs, so you got to leave. <laughs> so you have to leave. Like, okay. 
<laughs> not only to be in the mindset that you think, well, my like personal needs are way more important than this person's actual medical needs, but then to devise this plan that she did and think it's going to work in your favor, you have to be either very stupid or under some kind of influence uh, or just a, 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 an insanely irrational person. Yeah, although Muslims don't drink, so. I guess, I yeah. Yeah, to be. To I be. wonder. I, I just well, found this so I just, infuriating. It's just I like mean, the it entitlement seemed, of somebody. And, and I want to be clear, like we don't necessarily, this is speculation that it is, that it's related to her worldview or her faith. They, they don't mention that, but it does seem clear to me, or it does seem odd to me that they specifically omit that, that that's just not part of the story that she's just a lady who doesn't like dogs. If she was just like your passing Muslim, I'd be like, okay, maybe. But this is a professor in Islamic studies. She does all sorts of stuff for the Muslim community. She's like decidedly Muslim. So I think it matters. I think that's relevant yeah. information. I would hardly call this speculation. Yeah, it's just interesting what, uh, I don't know. I, I don't even think that report was that misleading. I just think the, the fact that you can't talk about certain things that seem relevant to the case is sort of astounding to me. That report was so misleading. They just edited out the video so that it was just her getting removed. It wasn't the previous 10 minutes where she's totally erratic, screaming. They're being nice to her, trying other things than forcible, than forcibly removing her. They try like a whole bunch of shit before they drag her off the plane. They only show that one part. Well, hey, speaking of, um, well, I don't know. <laughs> speaking of the faith that has nothing to do with any of this, you want to go through the, uh, Tara's acts of the week really quick. Yes. So, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be pretty quick on these. I think, uh, first off, we got to play the sounder, of course. And now the nothing to do with the religion of peace, terror attack of the week. Okay. Uh, Sunday afternoon in Marseille. Sorry to our French listeners. I know I brutalize that every time I say it, I'm just going with Marseille <laughs> at a train station. Hey, Marseille. yeah. Remember um, that train station in Marseille a few weeks back where all those American, those Boston college girls got acid thrown in their faces and it was just a mentally ill person. Nothing to do Wasn't with terrorism. Wasn't that two weeks ago? Yeah. Same, same exact train station. The same spot. Wow. Unbelievable. But this is not just a uh, mentally insane person. This is being investigated as a terror attack because a guy stabbed oh. two women um, and f the French police shot him dead on the scene. He shouted Allahu Akbar. Um, French President Emmanuel I Macron. He slit their throats. I don't know if he stabbed I, them. I read stabbed, but if you've read, I mean, the headline in the Washington Post here is stabbed, but Oof. just to actually slit that, the throats of two people. I mean, to slit someone's throat, you kind of have to like capture them physically, you know? That's yeah, kind of crazy. Maybe that was misreported. Well, well I don't know. Though. I mean, he killed them with a knife either way. And uh, and uh, French President Emmanuel Macron says, profoundly outraged by this b barbaric act, in pain with the families and relatives of the Marseille victims. Um, it, it, and some additional context here. This attack is exactly one month before France's official state of emergency, which is an extrajudicial security regime, is slated to expire. So these are special provision, provisions in France 
um, that have been in place since the day after the November 2015 Paris attacks, which give French officials an increased authority to carry out home searches and house arrests without judicial oversight. Now, I'm not necessarily a fan of that in principle. However, I'm also not a fan of the gigantic problem with Islamic terror (laughs) attacks that France has. So this is in a context where a measure they've put in place for searches and seizures to combat this specific purpose is about to expire in a month. I don't know if that's going to, um, I don't know what effect that's going to have, but I have a hard time imagining it's going to uh, be a net positive for what's going on in France. Right. Any thoughts? What a bummer. I mean, this is no, because this is happening every week at this point. This doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, this is, it's just part and parcel of living in a Western city, I guess. Uh, My Canadian friend of mine, said to me on Twitter this morning, uh, truck attacks, not just for Europe anymore. Uh, Edmonton, Alberta, which honestly is borderline my neck of the woods. Like that's not, that's like 600 yeah. miles from here. Um, but, it, but you know, this is by Western standards, Western US standards, that's not crazy far away. This, uh, well, I had to read through this story several times because it's actually kind of two attacks that this one guy did. So the suspect in Edmonton here, and this is also being investigated as a terror attack. He is a, um, so he, he, the chaos began, the event began outside the Edmonton Eskimos football game on Saturday night at Commonwealth stadium. Police say a vehicle rammed a traffic control barricade and sent an officer flying into the air. The driver got out of the vehicle. We've heard this script a million times, car ramming and then get out of car with a huge knife and stab people. So, he, he got out of the car and, quote, viciously stabbed the officer. Officer was hospitalized with non-threatening injuries. Guy takes off running and escapes. Then later, he's, he has a U-Haul truck. Later that night, around midnight, he has a U-Haul truck. And he is stopped at an impaired driving stop north of downtown in Edmonton. And, the, and then he speeds off, and the police chase after him in pursuit. He injures four pedestrians before his van flips over. Uh, the condition of the the pedestrians he hit, as of this report, is not known, but it hasn't been updated since early this morning. So it's possible that their condition is out there. I don't have it on hand. The um, and the suspect was injured, but not critically. He is in custody. Also, you know what he had uh, in his passenger seat? An ISIS flag, waving that ISIS flag oh. proudly, driving that truck of peace. Nothing uh, to do with Islam, though. No, nothing to do. Not true Islam. Not the real it's thing. Just crazy at all nothing to do that's all those are the notes i have um i i I kind of uh i share your take on this in that like at some point it just gets redundant to talk about these things the only reason i want to share these is so that we don't i don't want these things to become normal you know i don't want this and arguably they already have but if we have to talk about these things because if we're talking about them on a weekly basis we, we have to recognize that's the society we choose to live in that's what we're supposed to accept exactly, is exactly. that this is just a weekly segment where, oh, well, this happened. Yeah. I mean, what we're seeing is people do cost benefit analysis. And at this point, there's still too low of a risk of personally being injured in a terrorist attack. Uh, and then there's like a 110% chance that if you say anything against Muslims, people will call you a racist and you'll yeah. lose your social group. So people are looking at this and they're like, well, I could disrupt my life, my career, my friendships, you know, my, my social standing, 
or I could just accept this tiny minuscule risk that somebody in my family and or me will will get killed. At some point, people are going to look around and be like, this is not fucking worth it anymore. And I thought that was happened a long time ago. Like I'm every time I hear something like this, I'm like, did this even red pill anybody? Does anybody feel any different because of this thing, because of this? Or does it have to happen to your mom, your sister, somebody like that for you to even realize the net social effect of this? I was joking with my friend that as soon as he heard of the incident, Justin Trudeau rushed to his office to make sure to be prepared and, and do uh, install any preventative measures for the uh, forthcoming Islamophobia that would resolve. I mean, he was he was on it. OK, he was he had his teams monitoring everything, make sure there was no Islamophobia coming to uh, Edmonton and the rest of greater Canada. It's so ridiculous, uh, too. And we're supposed to maintain a positive opinion of this group of people that are ideologically motivated and want to fucking kill us. But I, I'm I, the bad person because I'm forming opinions about them as a whole. Like, and are it, you serious? It, it's so tragic that now I'm going to hear like knife and truck attack and think like, uh, was that Nice or was that Edmonton or was that the Berlin market? Like, which truck attack? Which you got to be attack? clear. Stockholm. Yeah. <sighs> Ohio. Anyway, it's... I. I, just, I keep talking about this stuff because you know, we have to. We have to talk about this stuff. People, I just hope, I don't want people to, for this to be like B-list news. This needs to be high up there. What do you think it's going to take, Skag? I don't know. I feel like we've had this conversation a million times. I, I mean, I really, actually, but, but, but we, we do the same news story every week, yeah, too. It's like, I, I, I think U.S. attitudes are, are not as lost on this as... Um, as maybe Europe and potentially Canada. I don't know what Canada looks like as far as public But they're opinion. in more danger. But, well, they are, sure. And, it's, and of course, if Canada is in danger, then by extension, we are in danger uh, just due no, to no, proximity. No, no, not Canadians. Europeans are in, the, are in the most danger. Don't you think that their heightened sense of danger would lend to more nationalism? I don't know. I, I, I've tried to understand the European public opinion on this, but I can't because the election results keep going the way that I would not expect them to if it were here it's just uh, baffling isn't it the, the public opinion polling on trump's travel ban is actually pretty good like people don't generally have a huge problem with the travel ban uh mm -hmm. so i think a lot of americans see through this and and, yeah. and i think especially like in terms of their vote they're willing to vote on those lines but i do think you're right that they probably wouldn't come out and talk about it and i don't blame them like i wouldn't talk about this stuff in the way that i do if my employment depended on it exactly or yeah. if like you know if i had people in, in positions of social power over me who would punish me for it. I wouldn't talk about it because I get it, even though I hate these things and I think they're terrible and tragic and I don't want to see anymore. Things would be admittedly different, unfortunate. Unfortunately, if I had some boss man looking over my shoulder saying, uh, hey man, if you talk about this, you're fired and your job is is gone. Your income's gone. Your livelihood's gone. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, do I care? Everybody at once to decide to have a little bit of courage and to to risk that part of their life you know, yeah, I mean, right. you and I, so, you and I did it. And so I'm just not super sympathetic to people that are like, well, I just don't want to disrupt my life. It's like, can't you see that there's something oh, I, bigger? No, I'm very, I'm very sympathetic to that perspective though, because yeah, you, you talk about, I am, but like, you got to protect your what, family. You got to protect the people. I know you have to protect your family, you know? but this isn't like front lines fighting. It's just saying what you believe. It's not yeah, like we're in but, the fucking trenches here. It's like, can you people grow a pair for the sake of Western well, civilization? No, but, but look, in their defense, I think a lot of people look to people like us to to make 
this type of talk acceptable socially. Like a lot of that burden rests on us and that's a burden that we've accepted. And by the way, I'm happy to do it. I'm me really too, happy to too. do it. Well, I'm not and complaining so, by any means about, about this. You know, I'm happy right, to be self-employed. Right. So I think, you know, I, it, it makes me sad that these stories become normalized and what it's, it's on people whose job it is to talk about these things and to shape opinion and shape culture to normalize. I'm not, I don't want to normalize hatred. What I want to normalize is objectivity and I want to normalize proper diagnosis of problems and we can look at things like this and say, yeah. yeah, there's a common thread between all of these attacks and political correctness is not helping anyone. So let's right. get serious about solving the problem. So yeah, I just want to normalize I'm, candor. Like, do you remember yeah. when we were growing up and we could kind of just make jokes at other people's expense and it wasn't yeah. this big fucking thing? I mean, I, I'm just a big advocate of candor. If we could all just go back to saying what we're thinking, I'd be out of a job, but it'd be better for society. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, we we got to keep moving on. Even though I think this is fast, I I like talking about this kind of stuff. And um, and uh, yeah. I mean, I I uh, I don't I don't envy being in that spot where you got people in positions of power over you telling you what you can and can't talk about. I, I uh, so I'm happy to bear that burden. I'm I'm glad we're able to do it. Me too. Yep. I guess let's do this this hoax hate of the week. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that and then we'll round out Super Chat. Get out of here. Uh, yeah, we got too serious there for a minute. Um, wow. Ugh. We got too serious there. Yeah, and uh, the hoax hate of the week. Again, this, this fits the bill. I can't prove that it's fake. I don't think anybody can. But we'll play the clip and I just, just, this is a classic example of, okay, sit back, itemize the list of facts and think, does this really make sense? Or maybe you don't even need that level of logical examination. Maybe uh, uh, just on first glance, you can see right through this. I'm not even going to introduce it. I'm just going to play the story and, and allow people to see it as the news intended you to see it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I have to do the intro first. I and now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? Okay, I regret making that too long. I need to scale it back. 20 seconds is too long. Here we go. Here's the story. <laughs> An American woman in West St. Louis County claims a piece of fried chicken was thrown through her car window while she was driving down the road. She took to social media about the event, and her story has been shared hundreds of times. Well, detectives here at Manchester Police Department confirmed they are investigating the case. Meanwhile, the West you County know, this mom is where filed I'm from, the police right? reports yeah, that yeah. she believes she was targeted because she's African. As in specifically West St. Louis County? Like, Yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to say, too, I didn't want to spoil it, but uh, your, your, your friends at the Riverfront Times are all over this story, too. Right there, reported uncritically. American, oh, and she wanted to share her story with others so they experience how it felt. I don't want to have to explain this to my five-year-old. <laughs> this is not fair. It's not fair. I was scared. I thought I almost crashed into the car next to me because all I saw was something because I can't drive. My window. I want people to understand what this feels like. I want people to see what it's like. 
It's not easy living in this brown skin. Newsom was very emotional in her Facebook post, which has received 60,000 yeah, views. The Parkway graduate claims a person in a red truck threw a piece she of fried chicken through her window, nearly hitting her in the face. She was turning the lane on Manchester Road onto 141. Newsom says at first she thought an eggshell went through her window and then she swerved and almost hit another car. She believes there's only one way to take this and believes it implies a negative connotation. It's almost something I cannot put into words about how I feel as a mom and then as a woman of color. This incident, this incident that's happened to me, I want to be a message for people. Moving forward, I want people to have those conversations with people. I want people, if they hear a joke or hear something that is off-putting, I want them to be like, it's not funny. We're not doing that. We're not going to speak like that. I want people to tell their oh, kids that. I want people to raise off. their kids like that. I, <laughs> I want people to combat, you know, respectfully, all those types of hate. The Manchester Police Department say they are investigating the case by checking with businesses in the area where the incident occurred to see if they have any surveillance footage. Newsom said she was so in shock she did not get a description, only that it was a red truck. <laughs> Police say the investigation is ongoing. Okay. Oh my God, that did not happen. First of all, 141 in Manchester, real, it's, it's a nice area of town. You know, it's, it's a pretty safe area of town. Mm -hmm. um, and like I've talked about in previous videos, like I did just did not see any white on black racism growing up. I just don't really think that it exists even in St. Louis. I'm just not buying it. Second of all, that is one hell of a shot to be yeah. able to throw something into the window of a moving car. Right. Like, oh, this is a black woman driving past me right now. I have this fried chicken on my lap. It's like, w w at what point do you, are you putting all these pieces together? No, this didn't happen. Right. So she says there's only one way to interpret this and that it's a bias incident. Okay, if it's a bias incident, it's premeditated. So what you're telling me is that someone got in a car with fried chicken for the purpose of throwing it at black people and then was able to do like I was thinking of those. Have you ever seen uh, like football or quarterback training exercises where they have those moving targets moving across the fields and, you know, they throw the football through it. You'd have to be like no, a professional. Right? OK, <laughs> no, but just imagine like if you're if you're if you're a quarterback, you want to train, and you want to hit moving targets. You'd have to be on a professional level of chicken yeah. tossing to do this and what was it like through a car window and then she says oh i didn't get a uh uh a description of the guy because i was so shocked well first off if something flies through your car window i don't think so what you're telling am i supposed to believe that something flew through her car window and then she was able to analyze it as fried chicken in some in the amount of time that it took right. to react and be shocked because you're yeah. so shocked by a racist incident and then like if someone throws something in my car i i guess I would guess that my reaction would be to look at who threw that as opposed to what is the object. And then you'll see the car yeah. and you'll see the people. And what she doesn't realize is that she's suggesting that somebody was sitting there with a bucket of fried chicken waiting for a black person to drive past so that they could throw it at, well, into their open window. And she, but she like said it was from a truck, they... like from a red truck driving. Oh, so they were both moving? Not a fucking chance. Well, I didn't either believe that before, or I double don't believe in hell. I, I, I haven't been able to gather whether she says like, oh, I swerved. So we know that she claimed she was driving. I haven't been able to figure out, does she claim that the truck was driving or stopped at the intersection? Maybe. But either way, we're talking about car to car chicken tossing through the window. And then 
the the way that she characterizes this at the end when she says oh i want i want um i want i want to use this story to make sure that people know that these jokes aren't okay and i want people to teach their children in the way that i would teach them how about fuck off i know i'll tell the jokes i want oh, I and invented i'll teach this my hate hoax so that i can influence the way people raise their children to be less yeah. racist even though they're not racist by the way i'd like to point out that she is so the type to do something like this like an educated millennial black woman She's so emotional too about it. Oh my child! I don't know what. To, what do I tell my child? You don't have to tell your child your child anything because this never happened. Didn't happen. Tell your child like, whoa, fucking chicken flew in my window. That's that's weird. Hey, you want some chicken? That's wild. How? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just when she says there's only one way to interpret this, it's like, how how do you possibly interpret it in this way? Even if I grant to you all the facts, I would be more inclined to believe it was like some bizarre road rage incident where you cut somebody off and they had a sandwich in their hand and they threw it at you because they were so pissed because you're a bad driver, as yeah, you joked yeah. earlier. Like One time my friend and I were, my white friend and I were in downtown St. Louis and we were walking around and uh, somebody drove by and just like nailed us with a shitload of eggs. Yeah. But I wasn't like, is this a racially motivated it's thing? It's not easy living in this white skin when they throw yeah. white eggs at you. No. It's... <laughs> that That's the problem for you to say that there's only one way to interpret this. Well, you have evidence that I haven't seen or heard you describe because the evidence that exists is certainly not sufficient in my mind to say this is a racial bias incident. And then, of course, again, if people ever think of this, if you're listening to this later, or you think of this later, follow up on these things. As I say, these are the types of stories yeah, that are on yeah. the news, then they disappear forever, and there's never any findings. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, what and a then surprise. A, last thing I was going to show, too. Um, I didn't read the article, because why would I do that? But, um, but yeah, your friends at the Riverfront Times. I should say I skimmed the article, because I wanted to see what they were saying. They are all over this story. Woman alleges the driver in Manchester threw fried chicken at her. And even the Riverfront Times comment section... <laughs> Top comment. This sounds like a complete lie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, man. And then all caps. This is a total lie. I hope the cops have tapes since it supposedly happened at an intersection. Charges if proven to be a lie. Yeah, I agree. Oh, and she went to Parkway High School, which is a wealthy white and Asian high school. She got an excellent education and I guarantee she benefited from affirmative action in her college placement too. So it's not like she like grew she had this hard knock life like that's not what she's describing here and i guarantee she faced no races of parkway any of the parkways so ridiculous this is infuriating well we'll never know show one time when i'm just not fuming (laughs) i like to save the rage for last even though um and the show when you're not fuming my question would be when are you not fuming i know when i'm (laughs) sleeping although i've been having some rage dreams lately so i'm not immune Okay, let's uh, let's get the super chat cranked out, and then we'll get out of here. Sure. Okay, who was the last one? Uh, Josh D. Marshall said R two Dindu is busy fighting for droid equality on <laughs> Transtoine. Transtoine. Tatoo. Oh, Transtoine. Tatooine is like the Trans-tween. sand planet. In- yeah. Ah, uh, that pun almost escaped. Transtoine. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I like it. Uh, Scott Malavi, I love how the commie cuck points to the war collateral damage and non-existent starving children. Yeah. Who? What's starving children? Yeah. I, I mean, um, I look, it seems much much easier to argue that capitalism has, has greatly reduced starvation. I don't think that's a controversial point to make. 
I wonder how you yeah. argue that. Like, wh- yeah, what yeah. are you talking about? Uh, anyway. Uh, Stan said, as a friend of the show, I endorse make ass whoopings great again. Miss Chubby Cabra, <laughs> you are up first. Chubby Cabra. That's pretty good. I like that's that pretty, one. That's pretty good. That might be my um, favorite one so said, far. Chubby Cabra? Yeah, I like, yeah, I like that. Um, Orwell's ghost said, you're cucks. Ha ha. Thanks to Matt for the content creation advice. Blonde, I hope your fiance stays safe. Rest in peace, comrade cuck. Thank you very much for that. Thank We're you. not cucks. Skag's a cuck. I'm not. Yeah, well, <laughs> close enough. By association, you get it. Yeah, fair, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, Scott Malabi said, see Carlos Mencia stand up to see the other Hispanics. I've actually never watched Carlos Mencia. Uh, I don't know that I've watched much of it either. I, maybe I have. I remember thinking Isn't it sucks, to be honest. Like really American and white, and he changed it. I don't remember. I generally stand up loses me pretty quickly. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Chris of the J said, Matt, my dad's, uh, my dad's in Bozeman for work. Any oh, suggestions cool. for entertainment, food, etc.? Uh, well, um, entertainment's tough. Like we don't get a lot of live music rolling through or anything. Um, but in terms of food, my favorite restaurants in town are Seven Sushi, and I don't, I'm not even a big sushi guy, but their food is fantastic. Their sushi is very good. Uh, if you come here, we can go there at some point. Maybe we go to seven. Um, Montana Ale Works is very good, but it's almost impossible to get in there and they don't take reservations. And uh, the Copper, we heard that referenced earlier. The Copper whis- Whiskey Bar downtown is a pretty good spot too. Oh yeah, weren't we talking about this in the last show? For some yeah, reason? somebody referenced Copper last time. Uh, it was Although their fried pickles can... Fried pickles are way off. Ah, the pickle spears, that's what it yeah. is. The pickle spear to wrong about ratio that. fried to... Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember um alex f said uh, at rebel one ne i made a mistake i didn't realize this podcast would contribute to the genocide of a bunch of people i'm out <laughs> <laughs> i thought Not that really. was like the show t- subtitle maybe we should make it the show subtitle <laughs> yeah we genocide right, a said. bunch of people a bunch of people bunch. is that what she said this has contributed to the genocide of a bunch of people <laughs> yeah that's what she said oh, uh, that's not right. Said Matt and I once made love at a Berkeley peace rally. We got kumbaya all over each other. Oh God! You know what I mean? Confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. That's totally true. Thank you for uh, pronouncing it Kelvin. kumbaya as opposed to how it could have been pronounced. <laughs> I mean, he but, spelled it like yeah, kumbaya. yeah. That I've, seemed like a real oh, missed opportunity for. Oh, I thought there was a pun in there. Okay, yeah. All right, keep going. <laughs> Kelvin Williams said, "Just wondering if Matt is also a white nationalist." Thanks, by I am not a white nationalist. Kelvin. Uh, I mean, Kelvin. it depends if am I accused of it? Because if I'm accused, I mean, depends who you ask, I guess. I've been accused of it a million times. The problem is, what are yeah. the, what does it even mean anymore? I <laughs> know. I, do I be, do I believe? Well, uh, no, no is the short answer. Before I get yeah. into more trouble here, no. Yeah, but I mean, people would say that you're a white nationalist if you think that white people deserve the same rights to preserve their culture as any other people. Like they would Look, straight I, up be like, "That's white I mean, nationalism." We've talked about this a million times, insofar as um insofar as uh the the link between like race and culture that's where the alt-right goes is like is there a link between race and culture do i believe that there are certain cultural values that need to be upheld and certain cultures that are superior to others absolutely am i persuaded that skin color is an element of that i am not that's that's what separates are you gonna sit here and and give me the argument that race is not linked to culture oh boy Hold, hold on hold on hold on
We're going to save that for another day. <laughs> I know. We, we can't touch this. I mean, I don't know what to tell you guys, but, you know, we, we just can't touch it. Sorry. Um, let's just keep plowing through these and act like that never happened. Kelvin, your parents couldn't decide between Kevin and Calvin, and now you're in a real pickle, aren't you? <laughs> All right. Ben Hunter. Wall prototypes already in budget have begun construction in California. It's just a matter of will Trump lose ground on all of this in the DACA negotiations. Ann Coulter had a hilarious tweet about this the other day. She said, I'm really hungry. I'm just going to march right down to the Burger King and get a prototype Whopper. Wait, what? Because like, she was talking about people were like, well, the, the wall prototype is it's happening. It's happening. It's oh, happening. Oh, yeah. Okay, and okay. Coulter's like, I don't give a fuck. Build the wall. Build the wall. Yeah, it's not yeah. the same thing. And I think she's totally right about this. Um is already in budget that doesn't mean any that's two things that don't exist to me the budget and the prototype so i don't know what to say about this build the wall or don't build the wall trump like he's he's gonna <sighs> shit the bed and lose his base if he doesn't now do you're that. all desynced for me like skype anyway we'll keep going i think it'll fix itself um el chongo said hope you guys are doing great have you heard about the prototype walls they're going to test out for the border <laughs> here in san diego i uh, yeah, I have not yeah, actually. I would like to see if, if if there's a link to the prototype wall. I would like to see this. There's it's like two walls, and in the center of them is like like a a zone to get people. It you know there's like an electric zone. It, it yeah yeah. It looks like it would really well, work. that's the thing. I want these to be more video gamey. You know, like I want like um like spike pits or something that they you know <laughs> like I you think of like Tomb Raider, old school Tomb Raider with Laura Croft and like obstacles she had to navigate. I want stuff like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. like a mold, and then but we like crazier. Let all the gamers be able to control remotely aspects of the wall. I want a wall so dangerous that if you make it across, you go, okay, good job. All right, fair enough. You did it. <laughs> you completed the obstacle course. You can stay. You're fast enough and smart enough to stay in this country. <laughs> Yikes. You outran the um, hounds. Okay, you Jones. jumped the spikes the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this show is going to get us in trouble. I swear. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, it's a really good thing that I don't drink. I would I would really <laughs> just be unstoppable on this show. It would be a disaster. So David Jones said, YouTube, this, quote, anti-racism rally turns violent, and, quote, it's crazy how insane the commies are becoming. They've always been hmm. this way. If you got a specific video, just send me, a, send me an email or a link. I'll take a look at it. Um, Jay Fry said, you keep calling her a Muslim, but at no point did she try to blow up the plane, so she's oh. obviously not a practicing Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> By the way, people, I'm going on Jay Fry's show um, on Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Oh, I cool. hope that that's the time. So, so Oh, so you're running out. up um, against me and Brett. That's cool. No, no big deal. I didn't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's my video was put out late after I did all this shit talking to Jay Fry. And so yeah. when he was like, Do you want to come on my on my show? I was like, ah, I guess I owe you one, don't I? All right, cool. Um I'll Humane Mind it. said, My doctor prescribed an EpiPen for me. I pack it with documents every flight. Either she's a moron or a liar. Either way, no fly list for her. Yeah, that's Fair true. Enough. Why why the if she's deathly allergic to all these dogs and if like dog dander getting into the air of an airplane is gonna kill her instantly, why the fuck does she not carry her own EpiPen? Because right. she's not allergic Liar. to dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dangerous Spaces so it said, so they didn't mention the passenger was Muslim and they only showed her being removed. Maybe they thought her faith would lower sympathy. Um, thoughts? Yeah, of, of course hmm. they, they thought that. They were like, oh. I think that Muslim people feel like being Muslim is an impervious cloak by which you can hide behind and do whatever you want all the time. And that's what she probably thought. She probably was like, oh, this is going to be a great opportunity for me to 
get the word about out about all of my you know issues whatever whatever uh whatever things she advocates for um women in the taliban or something like that widows of afghanistan i think was one of her platforms hmm. um okay then we have mealy fucking anything when i'm snorting it's going to cost three hundred dollars to give my pit bull an abortion what oh, is that boy. a rap lyric i don't know <laughs> it might be kids <laughs> these days i don't understand <laughs> Did Tyga write that or something? I don't, we're too I don't old know. for that. I'm sorry, but man. thank you, man. We appreciate we're, we're it. We're too old. We just turned thirty, so no rap not, lyrics. Not we me don't yet. Oh yeah, that's right. It's I coming for you. Th- I still have three weeks of young adulthood left. Enjoy that. Well, actually, um, two weeks now. Comrade Cleaner said, "Those Maryland cops on that Southwest flight had way more patience than I would have. Refused the lawful command once, and you won't like what happens next." Yeah, I just watched that, and I was like, "Wow, I have no pity for this woman. Just yeah. do what you're told." Um, Frank Underwood said, Matt, you are not protecting your family by sitting, by saying nothing while the Muslim fascists kill your people. No, I think you're, to be clear, I think you're protecting your family by protecting your livelihood. I do think that's a very real threat for a lot and of people. That's, that's true. Yeah. I probably was too hard on that. Um, yeah. you know, it, it's mean, no small thing to lose your income. And I think that destroys the, people. Yeah. And the super chatter and I probably have a shared goal, which is I want a culture where you're not punished for doing that. I want a culture where we can be candid, as you've described. We can be honest. Exactly. exactly. And you're not punished for doing that. I, I think we actually have a lot of shared vision on that. Um, but I, but I, you know, I understand the predicament of people who have to appease their progressive overlords who will accept one opinion and one opinion only. And your that's livelihood great. depends on that. I, I hate that that's the case, but I understand the situation that they're in. Yeah, that's true. Um, Scott Malabi says, we need to reverse this social tyranny around and start shaming the other side. I try to shame leftists all the time. It doesn't really work because they're shameless. So we might have to re-strategize, folks. Um, then Mask shame. said, my 21st birthday is tomorrow. Any alcohol recommendation? <laughs> oh, boy. Don't. I'm not a drinker, but when I used to drink, yeah. <laughs> When I used to drink, I would drink um, dirty Very martinis. Very fine beverage. Coors Light. Coors and hey, Light. I say that because it's not like I have, it's not like I struck a deal, but uh, Coors ads have appeared on limited state, uh, or not limited state, not like Jared Taylor limited state, but limited ad videos. Coors Light oh, really? appears to be advertising on YouTube and saying, "I don't give a fuck. Just play the just play the ads." So oh, sweet. thank you to um, is it Miller Coors? I think they're they're both conglomerate or whatever anyway i appreciate advertisers who check the box with youtube when they're advertising that says don't care just play my ad thank yeah, you just play it um and happy birthday mask happy 21st birthday be yes. responsible because <laughs> i'm 30 so now i have to like tell people to be responsible and stuff apparently yeah. that's my job yeah. um joel dykeman said what do i have to do to get fried chicken thrown at me apparently <laughs> uh just live in a nice uh not racist white community in st louis and be black yeah drive in blackface around st louis and it'll probably inevitably happen please drive in blackface around st louis <laughs> and videotape the whole thing i would love to see what happens um George Harvey said, I love blonde, so unapologetically blunt. Thank you very much. Once you detonate your career, it's very freeing. And then you can basically <laughs> say whatever you want. <laughs> no, I'm glad. I mean, I, I've, I've praised this arrangement several times. I mean, I, I always say, I hope you don't take my caution and pushback as like a sign of disapproval. I very much appreciate the dynamic between us because I think the the bluntness and the caution are appropriate countermeasures. I, I like that. So yeah, and I, I don't agree. feel like you get too much shit for the stuff that I say because you're always pushing back on it. So I think uh, I'm kind of immune to it. Ever like the people who try to come at me for stuff you've said, it's like fuck off. It's like bye. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't care. Um, Scott Malavi said, where is her gender studies degree? Which person do you think she's ta- that he's talking about? Uh, well, it could be any number of people. Could, could be, be an, could chicken be lady. Could be plain lady. Could be, um, could be hat stealer lady. Could be and they all have gender studies degree. <laughs> yeah, it applies to all of them. At least the plain lady for sure. We know that for sure. <laughs> Um, thank you for that, Scott Lobby. Brian Gaston said, watch the Mike Isaacson segment on Kennedy Fox business. I think she destroyed him. It was supremely satisfying. Oh. Good so way to back on. the Mega Wow, that is brazen. That is ballsy of him to go back on after the Tucker. Which wow. It was a total raping the Tucker segment. I was like, oh, I feel so I feel embarrassed and pity and bad for this long necked freak. I don't know. So we just went back on. Good for Apparently. Him. I need to check it out. Yeah. And a Kennedy. So we'll check that out later. Uh, thank you for that. General T-Bone said, send the Spanish Inquisition. They never expect it. <laughs> and we just have two more. Sam, you both have points on speaking out politically. I can't do it too much being in Seattle myself. But yours and others' influence do inspire me to speak up for right-wing values when possible. Thank you very much. And that maybe I was I was too hard about this. It's also important for people to be changing people's minds on a ground level. So whenever you push back and you're talking to your spouse, brother, sister, friend, parents, and you give them something to think about that, that helps them reevaluate some indoctrination that they face. I mean, that's, that's really valuable work. And to some degree you can do that without endangering yeah. your income or your job. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then last one for tonight is from Scott Malavi again. He was very generous tonight. Thank you so much. I don't exactly endorse the joke thief, but he describes the interracism of the Hispanics. He must be referring to Carlos Mencia. Yeah, maybe. I don't maybe. know anything about uh, Yeah. When I hear the joke thief, I, I think Amy Schumer. Yeah, that's who I think of now. Yeah. yeah. Or the. Um, thank know. you all so much for your super chats. I appreciate it. <laughs> all right. Well, we made it through. Um, holy cow. You know, long show, but uh, always, always a blast. Ugh, I need to stretch and pee now. Know, anyway, um, appreciate everybody. Appreciate our live chatters. Appreciate our super chatters keeping us afloat um, and uh, and helping us assemble facts that we've missed along the way. Very much appreciate you guys. If you're listening on YouTube later or in an audio platform on demand, we appreciate you as well. Thanks for supporting the show. And there's more of the show on those audio platforms, iTunes, Google Play, uh, wherever you find your podcast, you can find us. They're all linked in the description for you. And you can email us. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Take all your hate mail there. Uh, we will be back next Sunday. Because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd. Nobody watches Meet the Press. It is Beauty and the Beta. And remember, um, you can watch, well, listen to Blonde and Jay Fry after. But watch me and Brett Weinstein live at 9 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday if they don't ruin my internet. And if you got questions for Brett, do send them my way. Because I'm putting that together. Very excited to talk to him. Uh, that'll be Tuesday. 9 Eastern. Thanks, guys. Have a great night.